Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Of course. Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. This is why I say to my wife all the time when she looks at me after whatever I've said and she says, you're a terrible person. Well, you married me. <laughs> I, I know I'm a terrible person, but you chose to spend the rest of your life with me. Mm-hmm. I am terrible talking about smeary logs, but you people are listening to me right now. So what's that say about you? Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do! You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Thursday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. You're going to learn things today. Bone of Education is coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. What are we learning today? Well, today we are learning about ants. Not like Ant Viv. We're learning about the little tiny insects that cover the earth. The ant. Very you know. strong ants. That I very, know. Very strong. Lot of, I, I, was, I was trying to think about what would be an interesting animal or creature to talk about. And the ants, just as I started looking into them, because I thought, let's give ants a shot. Haven't talked about ants yet. And I just kept digging up like fact after fact after fact that I'm like, these are insane things to know. I can't believe we don't, we don't, we should talk more about what ants well, are doing. You're going to talk more about them at 402. Yeah. Would yeah. you rather at 534 start sending in your would you rather tweets at man and bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Jackets in Carolina tonight. It is exclusive on ESPN Plus and Hulu if you want to watch on TV. We will not have it here because we have Buckeye basketball. We'll talk about that in a second. I did see the Texier is off the COVID list and Voracek goes on the COVID list. Well, that's too bad. Well, we're going to have this dance for a while, so let's just get used to it. At least they're playing games. No, that's that's right. Maybe I know. we won't be saying that when we watch this game in Carolina tonight because we've seen how the Blue Jackets play against Carolina. Yeah. Not well. Fair enough. Um it, it is it is something that what was I saw Patrick Line had a quote where they asked him like, "Hey, you guys have uh said you're not playing as hard as you want to. What what's going to be the thing that you're you're working on to try to come out in this game against Carolina and play harder?" And he said, "Well, you know, playing against Carolina, that's that's all the motivation you need right there." And it's like, "Well, I and they helped you the just, last time. We just watched you guys play Carolina not too long ago, and you got run. So I don't. I think you do need something more than just we're playing Carolina. You got to bring your A game. Buckeye basketball in Madison tonight for the Badgers. Coverage starts at six o'clock. Catch all the action right here on the fan. Dick Mashiner Ford fan poll: Who scores the most points tonight in the game? EJ Malachi, who by the way is on a first name basis, not because he's. I mean, he's obviously gotten much better. But he has a very unique first name, so yeah, I don't feel like we have to say the last name. I've, well, I also feel like if you just say Malachi College Basketball, that's the dude right there. Yeah. Johnny Davis or other? I'm going to say, because it's what I want to happen, 
Uh, I'm going to say EJ Liddell. All right, me too. Because I think that's... Take it to the bank? Buckeyes win? Uh, I don't say take it... To, I'm not saying take it to the bank. I'm saying I, I hope EJ is the guy. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is going to be a fun game. It's going to be... <laughs> It's going to be a very tough contest. You're going on the road. Wisconsin, not always an easy place to play. So let's see how this goes. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to say the Buckeyes uh, get it done on the road. The coaching carousel continues for Ryan Day's staff. I'll tell you what, man. I don't know if these are the right moves or the wrong moves, but Ryan Day is not just sitting on his hands, you know, giving you lip service about we're going to fix the problems internally and maybe you know, make a move here and there. He is sort of revamping this entire defensive coaching staff. A lot of these moves are are difficult to patch together because it seems like a couple guys jump on board and a couple guys leave every single day. Did you put together your list for the people? Yeah, so uh, on the defensive side of the football, we have it now today. The reports are out there. This is not, I don't think Ohio State has left any official announcement out, but the reports are out there that Kerry Combs, gone. He will, of course, not be the defensive coordinator. Wasn't anyway by the end of the season. He was, you know, replaced in that role as defensive coordinator first by Matt Barnes and now by Jim Knowles. Right, Matt Barnes, who was the secondary coach along with Kerry Combs, got elevated to DC. Matt Barnes is gone too. So replacing the two of them when it comes to coaching the secondary, we know that Jim Knowles replaced them as defensive coordinator. That is going to be Cincinnati cornerbacks coach Perry Eliano. I think my guy, Eliano? I'm yes. not sure. Okay. And it's Eliano. All right. He'll, uh, he'll actually be coaching the safeties here, but he was the cornerbacks coach for UC this year. And Tim Walton, who is going to coach the corners. Richard Jefferson. No, that's Bill Walton. Tim, Tim Walton, Walton from the Jags, right? Yeah. Coached uh, corners at Jacksonville, played at Ohio state, won a national championship with Nick Saban at LSU. So I was that was early Nick Saban. He got in on that train. So, but this is a guy who's been in around NFL college football for many decades. Which one of them coached at uh, your favorite school too? Oh, Perry Iliano coached at Utsa. Utsa. Yeah. Had a stop at Utsa. Utsa, Utsa, Utsa. That's right. The Bosa's just instantly returned to the campus. They don't even know why. Just heard Utsa, Utsa, Utsa. Got a new corner coach. Utsa, Utsa, Utsa. Excited. I'm just going to keep playing this music while you read I've got, the rest of the coaching I've names. Glow, I've got glow sticks. Um, <laughs> Al Washington, your linebackers coach, he too is gone. Dead. Yes, Remember gone. Al, we had to keep him last year. Mm-hmm. Had That's to keep right. him. Tennessee was calling. Ryan Day said, we're going to do whatever we can to keep him. Here's a million dollars. One year later. <laughs> See you later. We can't yeah. wait to get rid of you. And it's interesting because I don't think he got blamed quite as much for everything defensively that Kerry Combs got blamed for. And I, whatever, man, Kerry Combs was the defensive coordinator. I I get why he took the majority of the blame there, but you can look basically defensive line. Wasn't great this year either, but Larry Johnson, going going anywhere, and he's, he's, yeah, that's Larry can stay as long as he wants. He's earned the right to be here for quite a while, but yeah, Al Washington gone at linebackers coach. We know that Jim Knowles, that's what he does, is coach linebackers. So as the defensive coordinator, he will be handling that role. And then also, we I mean, as far as just the revolving door of coaches, Greg Stujawa, who also just left, was the offensive line coach. He got replaced by Justin Fry. So you've you've yeah, you've had four coaches leave this offseason and get replaced. Not bad. I think they added a couple grad assistants too today. They did. I I forgot to pull I have, the email. I have that. them. Michael Hunter and Coy McFarland. 
both these guys were both our defensive staff guys. Yeah, and they came over from Oklahoma State. Jim Knowles probably you know put in the good word to bring them over. Makes sense. Well, that's pretty much entirely different. It is except for Larry. Yeah. Here, here's the question I have, and I'm not. I'm glad that they're doing this. I, I do feel like you had to bring in. I, I think the message got. I feel stagnant. like negative bone is coming here. No, I feel a butt coming. This is not negative. All Why right. do you assume whenever... Because you're like, well, you know, they're doing all the things we told them they needed to do, but... No. Well, all right. Have you not ever heard of the term pros and cons? Like, you go, if you say, it's better for us to move to this new state for a new job where we make more money, that's a pro. The con is, if we go to that state where we make more money and blah, 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 gotta find new schools, gotta find a place to... You're just saying these are all the things all right, that go happen. Ahead. Go ahead. You know some of the elite recruiters on this staff, at least one of them, was Kerry Combs. So, Kerry Combs now not being a part of this staff, who takes the leadership on that? Who becomes the elite recruiter on this staff? And maybe that answer is Brian Hartline is not just an elite coach of wide receivers and an elite recruiter of offensive talent, but maybe he also takes a bigger role in that regard of being Well, that would be odd. Well, it would be odd for him to go out and recruit defensive guys. It normally no, doesn't no, work I, like that. I don't mean that. I'm saying, no, well, it does, though, because you have guys who are responsible for the position group. Let's look at it this way, right? Kerry Combs might make the first contact with a recruit and say, hey, man, I'm, you know, I love what you're doing. We've watched your film. We are super excited. I want you to come here for a visit. I want you to talk to Ryan Day, yada, 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 right? And then... He may be saying, oh, and by the way, here's Larry Johnson, your defensive line coach. That's the guy, you know, that if he's got a relationship in Cincinnati, right? If there's a big defensive line prospect in Cincinnati, that was Kerry Combs' backyard. They were going to have Kerry Combs on that, right? I'm saying that it's not unusual that guys like Brian Hartline might have relationships with certain schools, with certain coaches, with certain areas of the country. Yes, fair enough. And then maybe, maybe you expand that slightly to say, man, you're so good at getting your wide receiver talent in, can you help us do that with everyone else too? But obviously, at the end of the day, you're going to have to want to come play for Perry Eliano or Tim Walton or, yeah, Jim Knowles obviously has to be a good recruiter too. That's probably on the defensive side. Jim Knowles is probably going to have to become your primary recruiter as far as right now to show that you are, this is the guy that you're going to be following, and then your position coaches come in after. But if I'm reading the tea leaves on this, this is not, when you make changes like this, to me, this is not just Ryan Day saying, we have a Saturday problem, or we have a scheme problem. No, no. This is Ryan Day admitting that we don't have the talent in the building on the defensive side of the ball that we should. So or, even, or that talent that we brought in wasn't being developed well, whatever, well enough. Whatever. So even though you know guys like Kerry Combs has gotten the rub as a really good recruiter, maybe the last couple of years that hasn't been the case. I yeah, I don't know. I, I not being a recruiting you know hardcore fan of that stuff, I can't say specifically whether that's true or not. Well, because you know sometimes you know this happens a lot with schools like Ohio State. It happens a lot with Notre Dame. Is that you know. These guys are getting the rub because Ohio State is interested in them or because Notre Dame is interested in oh, them. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, Right? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, look at this guy. You know, Ohio State's c- come calling 
You know, and then all of a sudden the star rating increases. Right. I'm not they've... I'm not saying that's the case all the time, but perhaps Ryan Day's looking at the situation saying, Oh, congratulations, you got he brought all these four star guys in, these five star guys in. Can they actually play? Yeah. Well and 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 right, and that is the number one thing you've got to get. It doesn't matter if you're a three star guy. Some of the best players you've had on defense over the last 20 years have been three-star guys. And maybe that's becoming less important, too. Maybe moves like this is an admission that, yes, while, of course, high school recruiting is important, we got we to gotta get more guys to help us on defense from this portal. Well, and we've got to make sure that once you get here, you want to stay here. And all the hype and excitement that... No offense to him, right? I think Kerry Combs did a lot of good at this university, but maybe all that hype and excitement and everything that happens when you're recruiting high schoolers, getting them in the building... That is good, right? But then we, as we've said, recruiting does not stop once they sign that dotted line. It's just starting for you because now you got to recruit them for four, five, right. six years or until they're good enough to go to the NFL if that's the case. And right or wrong, you know, it seems like most of the guys who leave the program who want to flap their gums are defensive guys. That's true. Spilling the beans. That's, that's a fair point. I can't argue that. The NFL is pandemic proof. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You are going to find some backups on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic is beginning to build in that area. That's going to be a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Come rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies are gray. It's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Would you rather Thursday? Send in your would you rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. All right, we have another opening in the National Football League, T-Bone, because David Culley, uh-huh. the head coach of the Houston Texans, dead. They fired him today. After one season. Now, I look, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes at these places. I really don't. I saw something about Brian Flores today where he was fired because he was difficult to work with behind the scenes. I don't know if that's real or they just want to get that message out there so they don't look like dopes in Miami. I have no idea. But David Culley could be stupid, don't know, on the job for one season. During that one season... They have not had access to Deshaun Watson, their starting quarterback. Right. Everybody felt like it was going to be a struggle, even if Deshaun Watson were playing, because this just wasn't a very talented team. Well, Deshaun Watson has plenty of reasons why perhaps he should not be playing in the NFL. That's a whole other discussion. But when those issues were not around, he didn't want to play for this team because he knew how big of a dumpster fire was going to be. With Deshaun Watson... This team was four and twelve the year before. Right. This year they went four and thirteen because that was the extra game. Right. And I they fired David Cully. Well, that that has to tell you at least one thought, which is that perhaps they have identified someone that they are 
fairly confident that they could get this year that they maybe couldn't have gotten last year. Nick Saban. Okay, sure, whatever. I don't know who. But here's a here's just a little wrinkle to that whole story because David Cully, you know, hasn't I, I admit some of his press conference answers left me a little perplexed. Yeah, right? that's why I said very good chance he's stupid and they realize that. There is, but let's not also forget one of the biggest problems with that job right now is general manager Nick Casero, who who and is is a lot of people are are around the NFL kind of scratching their heads at him getting hired in the first place. But then on top of that, he is also apparently all the stuff coming out of Houston was that they would talk during games. They would talk. He would communicate with David Culley on the field about what he thought should be happening. This is one of those things we see in baseball all the time, but in the NFL, that's not really a thing. But Nick Casero has a headset that he was on to be able to communicate with the coaching staff during games. You can't just call down there, right? Remember Ray Farmer got busted for that with the right, Browns? Right. They they actually, this is organizationally something they're okay with. So if your GM is communicating with your head coach, and then later your GM's like, I got to tell you, this guy sucks. Let's get rid of him. Why? You're, <laughs> you were on the phone with him. You were on the headset with him. Should you go too? Well, you know what's interesting is when David Culley took this job, I remember reading pieces from NFL people saying, I don't know why he took that job. That's yeah. a terrible spot. He's going to be out of there sooner rather than later. He has to deal with an overbearing GM. And I'd forgotten this until I just saw it here. They only guaranteed him two years of money. Yeah, there are people pointing out that when he got hired, that was right away a red flag was that well that's the thing is they that, only gave him two years you know the 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 rub was at the time david cully was like number name number six or seven on their list because everybody else that they wanted for the job took one look at that and said i'm not signing up for that two years of guaranteed money i've got an overbearing gm on a headset during games get the hell out of here i'll bide my time and wait for another job remember two don't the texans also have that He's like a bald-headed dude. I cow. It's it's something. He's he's like their vice president oh, or football guy. He's like the guy. motivational speaker yeah, guy. Yeah, they hired like a motivational yeah, speaker guy who like who was I, I I'm not I'm not besmirching this profession, right? It's it's a good thing to have. But I think his highest rank as a football officer prior to the Texans was like team chaplain with the Patriots or something. There's something along those lines where he was motivational guy for the Patriots or or something along those lines. And then because he was with the Patriots, he got a big promotion with the Texans. But uh, Jack Easterby, that's the guy's name I'm thinking of. He's the executive vice president of football ops. That guy is also a train wreck. And a lot of people around the league are saying, I don't know if you want to go there. I, I honestly don't know what the Texans plan is here. Now, maybe they do have, like I said, someone in mind that they're saying this guy will come in and instantly fix everything. But I don't think you're fixing a lot with that organization until you fix that front office. The NFL is pandemic proof. I saw the uh, attendance numbers for this past regular season. NFL games averaged 67,254 fans. That is a 0.9% increase from 2019. When of okay. course we didn't have to deal with pandemic issues. Now, that's not that doesn't necessarily tell the whole story because in 2019 you had you know the Chargers playing in a soccer stadium 
drawing 25,000 people. That's true. And, you know, this year they're playing in L.A., and regardless of how many of those are Charger fans, they're still selling 72,000 tickets for those games. Of course, yeah. The Rams have moved in there, too, and they're selling 72,000 tickets. So, you know, those capacities weren't the same in 2019, but still, we are in the throes of a pandemic here. And the NFL is still averaging over 67,000 people every single game. Well, we've we've often talked about how of all the sport properties that are out there, the NFL is the one that seems like almost anything doesn't stop it, right? Even the pandemic, if you go look at all the numbers, yeah, numbers were down for the NFL. Compared to everybody else, they were great. They were still the best well, yeah, by d- far. Tell me another sport, maybe even in the world, let alone this country, that can go an entire season with every single game and sell 95.1% of available tickets. Sure, yeah. I mean, the Across only... Across the game. The Yeah, the only sport I could even think of that might do that, and again, I only say that because I'm not as familiar with what their attendance figures are like, is the Premier League. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe the Premier League, but even that, you know, you have so many different teams where, of course, the the big clubs, you know, Manchester United, those teams, they always have you know, sellouts and lots of people going to watch games. But yeah, it's not always the case that every Premier League game is sold out. So you're right. Outside of that, you're probably right. I don't think there's anybody else. TV ratings, of course, are doing well, too. Um, 2021 regular season games generated an average audience of 17.1 million. That is a 10% bump from last year and the highest full season average since 2015. The NFL games ranked as 48 of the top 50 shows on television. During 2021, I bring this up because I have the same problems with the NFL that a lot of you have. We sit here every single Monday and we bitch and moan about terrible officiating and nobody held to account and rule changes when it's appropriate for the NFL. Not a lot of consistency. All of these things. And I know a lot of you in years past have had problems with anthem protests and all this other crap where you say, I'm never watching again. We're all full of crap. All of us for different reasons. Right, We get on our soapbox and we talk about how we hate this and we're not going to stand for it anymore. We all line up on Sunday with our tickets or our television time and waste our time and money on the NFL. We all do it. And they know we're all going to do it. You know, but what I don't get from the NFL is you would think the, the attitude coming back from the NFL would be gratitude towards the fans and an open ear to whatever you want, fans, because... Because of Why? you, they're going to do what they want to do. Like, and us sheep are going to watch anyway. I'm saying, and if I'm right, if I'm, I know, but well, <laughs> yes, until they're wrong. Well, like, the, right, I mean, but they haven't been wrong. I know, but I'm saying at some point, if you don't respect your fans, if you don't do what they ask, if you don't listen to their concerns, they do eventually leave. Right? The NFL does do pretty well, but. There are, I guess the only troubling sign you have for the NFL is this. You are about to see a gambling revolution in this country, right? Or you have seen it over the last year. It's already started. Yeah, but it started. It's not, it's not fully completed. It's, it's more states are coming online. Ohio is one of them, but you will see more of that pop up. The thing that keeps the NFL at the top is fantasy football. Fantasy football, that interest level gets people into those games. Fantasy sports in other leagues don't do nearly as well. Now gambling will be everywhere for every league, every sport. Football will be losing a bit of an advantage. Yes, people will still gamble on football games more than they, you know, have in the past. 
but they're also going to be gambling on other sports that they may be suddenly more interested in. And I'll tell you what, I'd much rather have my app to gamble on than I would have a fantasy football team I have to sweat over for 16 weeks to win 50 bucks at the end of the year. I don't want that aggravation. I'd rather just watch a game, you know, pick my team, and then it's over in three hours. I find out if I won. I'm saying the NFL, that is something they could have as a downfall later on where they come back to earth if fantasy football ceases to be as important. I have some Bengal injury news to share with you coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You are going to find some delays on I-71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. Traffic is beginning to build over there. And more delays on 670 westbound at 4th Street. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The radio home of inside jokes that may or may not become stickers for your car. This is Common Man and T-Bone. It is Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971 Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Mike, have you seen these uh, Wordle things that are no. kind of taking over the Twitter space of late? What is a Wordle? So if you just Google the word Wordle, it pops up this website where every day they give you six tries to guess a word. No, I, now the, I don't do puzzles. Is what, it a puzzle? What is that? Yes, it's a. Well, it's like, yeah. The idea is you you type in six letters. It has to actually be a word. You can't just type in like R S T L N. You know, whatever. E. It's yeah. Well, it's five letters. Sorry, five letters there. So instead, yeah. But you can't just type in random letters. Be like, oh, it's they're not in any of those. What it does though is if you have a letter in the right place and it's the right letter of the of the five letter word that shows up as a green square. So let's say you no, type in. I've already lost interest. <laughs> I don't do word searches. I don't do crossword puzzles. I don't do actual puzzles. Nothing. Well, if you type in the right letter, but it's in the wrong place, it then tells you, it gives you a gold symbol over it, and you know, oh, this is the, this letter's in the word. I just don't have it in the right spot. Okay. And if it comes out as gray, that means wrong letter. It's not even in the word. Don't use it again. So you have a process of elimination. You have six tries to get this five-letter word, and they do a new one every day. So I tried one today. And I got it, and I was happy about it. But then when I mentioned this to you, you just said what you said on the air. I don't which do is, puzzles. Which sometimes it's made me realize working with you is like working with a like rock star from the nineties that because you know who you are, like an or like a veteran metal band, feels like talking to you where it's like, Oh, hey, did you try the crossbow? I don't do puzzles. Hey, did you go on a walk there? I don't do sidewalks. I had a bad incident in Munich in 74. I don't touch a sidewalk. It's the street or nothing for me. It's like you just, you have very specific things that I, you either do myself. or don't do. 
I know my limitations. Why don't you try it now? No, so maybe I'm you, not maybe trying, you find no. out you're good at this. Maybe no, you're good at this. I'm not good at it. I'm terrible at it. But why don't why don't you want to try why to get better I at it? Why do I want to do something that makes me feel stupid? No, but it exercises your brain. It doesn't. Your brain, I am your brain flying to, without a net for three hours a day, every single day, trying to entertain you a-holes. I don't need to exercise my brain anymore. That's all the brain exercise I need. It exercises it in a different way. I don't want it. I'm looking forward to senility. I hope it comes soon. <laughs> well, it probably I want, will. I if want you don't, to forget everything. If you don't ever exercise your brain, you're I'm right. I'm tired of all this crap where it's like, ah, work your brain. Me and Bialik's trying to sell me fake drugs to improve my memory. <laughs> well, I don't know I want to go that. stupid. I, I want to get stupid quickly. Teddy, have you done a Wordle yet? Have you seen that? No, I've heard about it, but I didn't he know anything do about it. He's I just like me. He I doesn't just do puzzles. It, I just brought it up. I was trying to figure out. How this thing works, I don't know. So you type in, so type in a word with five letters in it. Just type that into the space. Oh my god! No, I'm just, I'm telling him to do it. And then you type it in. If it all comes up gray, you know, don't try those letters again. If one comes up green, you know, the word has that letter in that spot. And if it comes up gold, means it's that letter but in the wrong spot. So you got to move it around. And you get, you get six tries every day. I got it in four. Just want to point that out. Good for you. I'm mine in four. And, and what does that do for you? You feel vindicated feel now? Good. Yeah, I'm one for one. Tomorrow I'm going to try to get two for two. All right. Is it complicated? Ted, did you find this to be, is that, a, it, it hurt my brain I, when I, I tried to do it. I still don't quite understand it. Yeah, All right, I, I'm fine. just, it's really stupid, I guess. All right, that's fine. Embrace the stupid, Ted. Anyway, I, I, well, here's I'll how try you, to figure we'll it out. We'll be stupid, but we'll have time on here's, our hands. <laughs> I'm like this guy where it's like, I can't do anything. I'm addicted to Wordle. Uh, I did it in uh, three minutes, I think. But anyway, the, <laughs> not to brag, the, I'll just keep bringing it up until I keep getting it wrong. But the way you see these on Twitter is there's like little squares. People will show because it does give you your report afterwards and people are tweeting that out. That's how I found about it or found out about it was that there were people tweeting out these little shapes and little squares. And I said, what is this? And I typed in Wordle and now I'm now I'm into it. So, okay, I'm going to be annoying about that for probably about 12 days. Hey, how's Veep going for you, too? Every we, time you discover anything it. new, it's your favorite thing ever. And you must tell everyone, you know. Yeah, that's right. I, I'm kind of an evangelist in that way for things like Veep. <laughs> Not for anything worthwhile, but for Veep. Yes, I definitely. And I would go to the church of Veep. Absolutely. Uh, injury news for the Bengals. T. Higgins was limited yesterday with a foot issue, but he was back out there today and looking fine. So good. There's that. Yeah, the foot is... did fall off later today, but he should be good to go. He's playing with a club foot. I don't, I don't think his foot. <laughs> a fell dead off. foot. Uh, who was the guy in uh, the Adam Sandler movie? Oh, with I the know. Dead foot. The, Mr. Deeds, right? Mr. Deeds. That's not who the guy was. That sneaky, was the movie. Sneaky, sneaky. What? <laughs> That's what he would do. He's a sneaky, sneaky. Because <laughs> <laughs> he had the. I love what, the poker, you know right? what I love what engages you. <laughs> yes. You know, sometimes we'll be talking about even your teams, Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> crickets from you. Mm-hmm. But Mr. Deeds, you turn that microphone it's on. Sneaky, it's sneaky. A sneaky. Hey, sneaky, sneaky. Yes. Because he jammed the poker into his foot. That was too, was that uh, Chris Elliott playing that character? No, no that that's, was uh, that's the oh, butler, that's right? Burrow. John Tur- oh, John Turturro. John Turturro. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. I'm confusing movies. Sorry. Chris Elliott is in... in uh, Timmy. Oh, okay. Chris <laughs> Elliott is in... Uh, what was the Scream spoof that they did? Remember all those... The, the, the sc- Scream scary is, movie. Scream is back now. Yeah, scary movie, I think. wasn't. Didn't Chris Elliott from those Tostitos commercials and many other things... I think he played like a creepy butler in that, if I'm not mistaken. He plays a creepy whatever in yes, any I, movie I, I because Chris has- Elliott is creepy. 
I just was trying to remember what movie it was that he was in. I think that's where I was. All right, T. Higgins. It's fine. Good. Maybe his foot does not have the. He does not have the John Turturro foot in Mr. Deeds. Ben Roethlisberger says the Steelers don't have a chance. I'm sure he's not playing any psychology here. Mm. He says we're probably not supposed to be here. We're probably not a very good football team. Of 14 teams in the playoffs, we're probably number 14. We're double-digit underdogs in the playoffs, so let's just play and have fun and see what happens. He went on to say, we're probably 20-point underdogs, and we're going to the number one team. I know they're not the number one seed, but they've won the AFC the last two years. We don't have a chance. Let's just go in and have fun. Now, I know what he's doing, and there's probably a little bit of truth to what he's saying, even in his own brain. But I will tell you right now, you're right. You don't have a chance. No, you're not winning that game. I, I would guess, though, part of what he's probably doing too is, yeah, no one believes in us, so I guess we ought to just go out there and have fun with it and see what we can do. Yeah, he's he's probably being a little realistic, and of course, as a guy who might be playing in his last game in this one, probably is playing in his last game in this one. He's he's also probably more forthright about the feeling that he knows exists. I don't think he feels that way. I don't think the team feels that way. You know what I think he needs? I think he's just saying, I know this perception's out there, and that's fine. Yeah, we we understand that. You know what he needs? What does he need? Wordle. Yeah, maybe. Maybe take his don't mind off Don't practice this week, man. Look, you're old. You know how to play football. Yeah. Just spend the entire week doing Wordle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotta get, you got to keep that mind sharp. I'll tell you what. All of a sudden, he'll take a look at that Chiefs defense and say, this is nothing. I can beat this. I know exactly what they're doing. Because mm-hmm. I did Wordle in two minutes. <laughs> I beat Bones' record. <laughs> it's not a record. It just happened that I got it done no, it's quick. your record. For you, your personal oh, record. Well, I've only done one. Yes, you're oh, okay. right. It's my personal right. record. You've only done one of these and you came on the air with this? What do you mean? I didn't come on the air with this. I asked. I talked to you about it in the commercial I, you break. You sounded like, oh, I've been doing it for weeks. Wordle. No, I said I've seen it you for weeks, and I them. finally did it today. First time I, I tried it. I feel smarter already. I did one whole word. I do. My brain actually hurt while I was doing it, so I know it worked. Getting fired means throwing a party. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You are going to find some delays on I-70 downtown split eastbound at 4th Street. Traffic is beginning to build in that area. And more slowdowns expected on 71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. Traffic is still slow there as well. Striving Report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. Losing sleep over a stressful job or a bad boss? It's time to get to know Express Employment Professionals. Connect on the Express Jobs app or ExpressPros.com. More than a half million people find work with Express each year. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Happy to be wrong, which is good because they're always wrong. This is Man and Bone. Uncensored podcast, the new one is in the podcast feed now. If you don't subscribe to the podcast, well, you're missing out. 
What are you missing out on? I don't know. But you're missing out. Go subscribe to the podcast now, wherever you get your audio. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. You'll see us pop up. It's free. Joe Judge, fired by the New York Giants because he's stupid. He's now unemployed. He's 40. And he's rich. Now, he was rich. But my dream, my dream is for Platinum Fox to call me and say, hey, just so you know, you're fired. And for the next two years, we're going to pay you $15 million <laughs> to do nothing. <laughs> That's the call that Joe Judge got. I know that sometimes, you know, we, you know, these guys are not just motivated by money. Obviously, they have families and, you know, getting fired throws the family into upheaval and, and all of that. But he still got $15 million to go away. He apparently was aware of that and threw a party at his house because I guess the New York paparazzi was outside <laughs> his uh, his house and saw several cases of Michelob Ultra and Coors Light delivered to his doorstep as well as flowers and what was it like uh, it was like nine, nine or ten pizzas, nine yeah. pizzas or something yeah. like that. I mean, I saw the pictures of it. It's a it's a guy carrying a stack of boxes that goes from his waist up to under his chin. It kind of looked like uh, Home Alone, right? Where the the pizza delivery guy that shows up when Joe Pesci's pretending to be a police officer instead of a wet bandit. That it's that level of pizza. Looked like there was a gathering at the house. Yes, and you know, I'm sure most people when you get fired, you know, maybe friends call or send you a text to send you some well wishes. You're like, hey, I just want to. I don't want to talk right now. I'm not in the mood. Kind of depressed. I got fired. Thanks for the well wishes, though. Joe Judge got the call that he was fired, invited everybody over, and said, hey, I just made 15 million bucks. I don't have to do anything. Let's party. <laughs> I mean, let's also be clear. It could also be a, hey, uh, I just got fired, and while I'm making a lot of money, this sucks. I could really use someone to come over and just take my mind off things. You guys want to come hang out. And maybe some of his buddies were like, absolutely, dude, we're there for you, Joe. You name the time and place. He's like, right now, my house, pizza and beer. And so then they get there and they're trying to take his mind off things. They're just trying to chill out. And yes, but it's cases of beer being delivered to the house. Yeah, Not just like, yeah. hey, man, I'm going out for a, a 12 pack. No, come on it's, over. Well, I mean, you got cases. Yeah. Well, I don't know how many friends he has. Well, I will say the pizza to beer ratio, not enough. No, that not was, enough pizza. That was off for me. I I would need way more pizza if that's the amount of beer that's being brought in. I then then there's got to be way more people there for the pizza that was delivered. Nine pizzas. I assume then you've got nine friends coming over. Is how I would read that. Oh yeah, like it's you, me you and have eight to, other you have to people. Get a pizza for each guy for a, for a morning where you're sad that you lost your job. Yeah, I'm chowing down on a pizza until I can't walk. If, I, if I walk in there as one of his friends, and I walk in, there's only, you know, a couple pizzas oh. for 15 guys. I'm saying, you cheap ass, you just made $15 million today. <laughs> you should have bought out the entire do pizza the, hut. Did do the friend, because now I just assumed it's a bunch of his buddies who came over to kind of be with him and say, hey, man, screw the Giants. They suck. It's not your fault. It's their fault. They're terrible. And they're trying to build him up. Do they come over and also do the friend thing? It's like, hey, man, I'm buying the pizza. You don't have to. Or, or do you, when you know your man no, has $15 million, you just, made $15 million you just bucks. say, hey, look, we're here for you, my guy, but you're still buying pizza. Let me correct? tell you something. If, if you're making $15 million to I do nothing, yes. I'm not bringing anything to your house. <laughs> right.
I'm expecting things when I come to your house. I agree. That's the way it should work. I want I a Derek didn't... Jeter gift bag when I leave your house. But we all play pretend in life, right? You can do that thing where people, even if they know, like, ah, oh, this person's probably going to cover dinner. They still do that, like, oh, hey, you want to uh, split the thing? And they're like, no, I got it. People pretend all the time. I wonder if his friends pretended, like, you want us to buy the beer and pizza? We'll do it, man. And he's like, nah, don't worry about it. Uh, I don't think Joe Judge is going to get a lot of phone calls for the vacant head coaching jobs. He probably knows that. Uh, the Bears are interviewing former Eagles coach Doug Peterson for their head coaching vacancy. I think they did this yesterday. I don't think he's going to get the job, but this is notable only because I don't think a franchise has ever had back-to-back visor-wearing coaches because Matt Nagy <laughs> is famous for his visor. Yes. Nick Nick Foles, not Nick Foles. Yeah, Doug Peterson, famous for his visor. One, one of those two, it should be noted, won a Super Bowl. That's right. With a but, backup quarterback. So all right. I'm just pointing out But then he proved himself to be quite stupid down the stretch, too. Well, he's he's yes, he had he had his moments otherwise as well, but don't we also then think like if if I'm not saying he's a realistic candidate for that job, but if Jim Harbaugh definitely wanted the Bears job and oh was like God, what are you doing to me? No, no, no. Listen to me. Bring some pizza and beer to my house. I am saying don't you these too. Don't you think he would be certainly one of the candidates they would look at. They would look Ooh, at Harbaugh. Yeah, of course they would. They would look at him and say, "This guy got a team to a Super Bowl. He obviously knows how to coach in the pros." Yeah, he had this rough patch in Michigan, but look what he just did now. There, I could see them talking themselves into Jim Harbaugh. Well, if they could talk themselves into Jim Harbaugh, they could certainly tuck themselves into a guy like Doug Peterson, couldn't they? I guess. Of course they could. I don't know why you have to talk yourself into anything. How about the right guy comes in and you know it? Well, right. They, I'm saying they may believe he's the right guy because he won a Super Bowl. Look who's running the show. Yeah. The old lady and her dumb kids. Did you see those quotes from George the, at the press, the press conference? conference? That was, I'll, I'll pull them up. When the, when the were, media, well, I'm we don't paraphrasing have time. We don't have time now. I'm paraphrasing, it, but. but, you know, the, the media, somebody in the media asked George McCaskey, like, why are you doing what you're doing? Well, they You've asked, hired four GMs. Yes. You're clearly bad at this. Yeah. Why are you doing what you're doing? And George's response was something like, ownership has said they're very happy with me in my role. Oh, you mean your mommy? <laughs> well, what's great is the reporter posted that after he asked his question. When he posted the response on Twitter, he said, translation, his mom thinks he's doing great. Yeah, all right. <laughs> that's so crazy that that's your football team and that's how it's run. Yeah. Bone of education coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an accident blocking the shoulder of 270 westbound at Smoky Row. Police and ODOT crews are on scene trying to get things cleaned up. A plan on some heavy slowdowns in this area. And more slowdowns expected on 71 South Bend between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic is building there, too. Starting Port is sponsored by Domino's. Try Domino's new oven-baked dips and twist combos. There's cheesy marinara, baked apple, and five cheese, each with dippable bread twists. Get yours or any free-topping pizza for $7.99 each from Domino's. Carry out only. You must ask for this limited-time offer. Prices and participation and charges may vary. Only on a with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan, it's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of 
every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. Back to Man and Bone. Here's something for you, Teddy. Netflix is doing a PGA Tour documentary, like a docu-series. I think that's going to be excellent. Yeah, I'm excited for that. So is Timmy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're... I'm not talking to Timmy. I don't care. <laughs> no, I, I, I saw this earlier and was talking to Ted about it back in the office, that this feels a lot like that Drive to Survive thing for Formula One, or at least it has the potential to be that, because a similarity between racing and golf is that you do have, yes, there are teams in racing, right? But there's a driver you pay attention to. And in Formula One, those drivers have interesting stories, some of them. They have rivalries. You get to see some of that in that drive to survive. If they do a similar thing with golf, that I know that Formula One thing has brought in a ton of new fans who otherwise wouldn't pay attention to the sport, who are at least aware of some of the drama. They were maybe watching that last race, all of that stuff. I think that's a good thing, right? That for golf, that may add to the drama and get more people to tune in. Rick Anderson, who is the PGA Tour's chief media officer, says this partnership with Netflix presents the PGA Tour and the four major championships as an opportunity to tap into a completely new and diverse audience. This documentary will give fans an authentic look into the real lives of our athletes and what it's like to win and lose during a season on the PGA Tour. Would you check in on that? Only if my guy's in it. Who's your guy? Matt Kuchar update. Kuch! He is not in it, by the way. Here is the list oh, of so no Netflix participants. Kuch? Not yet, anyway. They can still add some guys. Yeah. Maybe there is a massive outcry for Cooch yeah. on Netflix. <laughs> Absolutely. And if, the, if the people are heard, hashtag maybe Netflix Kuch? will listen. Yeah, hashtag Netflix Cooch. Abraham Answer. I don't know who that is. Daniel Berger. Stop me when you want to comment, Ted. Cameron Champ. Joel Damon. 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 Johnny Damon. The place for ribs. Joel <laughs> Damon. That's Tony, right. Tony Finau? Finau? Tony Finau. 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 There you go. Yeah. He's good. Hey now, Finau. <laughs> Matthew Fitzpatrick. These are, a lot of these guys are young, you know, upcoming players. Pretty All good. Right. Yeah. Uh, Tommy slash Mick Fleetwood. Tommy Fleetwood. Ricky Fowler, your guy. Yeah. Sergio Garcia, mm-hmm. Harry Higgs, Max Homa, Victor Hovland, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Dustin Kepka. Johnson, yeah. And there's no DeChambeau, though, right? No, no DeChambeau. Oh, so it's going to be very one-sided. Let's find out Colin what Bruce Kepka has to say. Kevin Nahr, uh, Mito Piera, Perieri? I don't know him. Wow. Ian Poulter? Ian Poulter, very uh, entertaining guy. Xander Schlafly. 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 Jordan Spieth. Spieth. <laughs> Justin Thomas and Bubba Watson. Now, Mike, those guys are all pretty good buddies too. Those last three guys, so do we? Do we have to be careful though? Because if the people who watch this, you know, watch a golf event and go, well, I don't know as much about whether you should, you know flop this out of the sand trap or what the up and down is or I have no idea what a stimp whatever is running but I know who Dustin Johnson is 
and I watched an episode where I found him to be interesting. So I'm now going to watch this golf thing. Will the like old cadre golf guys come out and yell at us? Because you're not watching for the right reasons. Brr. Watch it only if you like birdies and eagles. Brr. Like I don't. Why does that guy have it's to angry, show up an and angry yell? Guy right there. I know. I just don't understand Who because is that guy. Angry golf guy. Okay. Who was very mad when Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau hey, were getting Brooks all the headlines. Hey. When the right, the guy who gets mad like, don't you dare say don't Brooks here on a course. Brooks How dare you? Respond I'm that throwing man. you out. <laughs> yeah. I'm just pointing out that as long as everyone understands, I hope most golf people, and I think they do, I think most golf people realize this is only good for your sport. The more eyeballs that are paying attention to it, and the more yeah, that you can watch, the more that you can get people to associate your sport with not Tiger Woods, not not to judge Tiger Woods or anything else, just because Tiger's not going to be a part of your sport the next twenty years as a every tournament top of the leaderboard I guy. Know, you hate that's Tiger all Woods. done. It's not what I you said. Wish he was dead. You wish he died. That's in the not, car that's not what I said at I heard all. It. Wow. wow! I heard it. Ted, didn't you hear it? Yeah, I, I, think I heard I, it. I did hear. it. I don't even know what happened. All I said I was it's more word puzzles for okay, you. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You know what they should do? They should they should highlight Tiger Woods and they should also highlight uh, more Jack if they can, because I'm sure Jack will, you know, just highlight all the guys that are older and not playing regularly Man, in tournaments you. anymore. That's look what they should you. do. You yeah. wish Tiger and Jack were dead. I heard you. My point there was that the young guys are what's going to carry you the next 20 years. You need to find the next guy that everyone loves to root Wait for. Jack, Tiger, etc. Did T-Bone say he wished Jack was dead? I'm going to get him fired. Oh, Herbie's back. Good for him. Hey, why don't you go light your house on fire again, Herbie? I got a tax deduction. Vote <laughs> of education. What good is a radio show if it can't teach you about useless things? Here, I've redorculated. Open your minds and unzip your pants because it's time for Bone of Education. All right, Bone. All right. What are we learning about? We are learning about ants today because I... I found that ants in my i was looking for some kind of creature we could talk about today and ants are fascinating so let's start off with a little bit of history on the ant yes let's uh, according to those who have studied this ants are believed to have existed on this planet for 130 million years now why is that significant i thought it'd be more than that well here's the thing the Cretaceous Paleogene extinction event, that would be the thing that wiped out three quarters of living animals, right. including all the dinosaurs. That occurred only, air quotes, 66 million years ago. That means if they're right, ants survived the largest mass extinction event in, you know, recent paleontological history in our planet's, you know, last 200 million years, they survived it. So ants have staying power. Ants have been around and they will continue to be around. It looks like through a lot more. Their closest relatives, I think most people would guess, is a termite because termites very similar to ants, look similar to ants. Not correct. Termites have more in common with cockroaches. Ants, actually, they believe, evolved from wasps. They say the hmm. closest relative to an ant is the mud dauber wasp. So so wasps older than ants. Yes, they think so. They think right. wasps are even older than ants. Um, there are approximately 10 quadrillion ants on the planet living at any time. That means there are, because 10 quadrillion is like 
I don't know, lots and lots of trillions. I forget how many lots of trillions. But that is approximately one million ants for every human on the planet. That's how many ants that would be. If that's I keep true. hearing about the bee decline. I'm guessing there's no ant decline. No, ants are doing great. Right, ants, ants are, are doing on, great. They are on every continent other than, go figure, Antarctica, which is kind of ironic. Um, now, as far as how ants work and what they're doing, all of the workers in an ant colony, they are females. These females are all sterile. Male ants have wings and often fly in swarms in order to find mates. But the sole purpose of a male ant in life is to mate. Yes. Once it does that, it dies. So almost all the ants you've probably seen when you go look at an ant hill and you say, oh, look at all these ants. That's probably all female ants because all the male ants have probably either had sex and died or they're not ready to have sex. They're not out there yet. Um, the world's biggest ant is known as the bullet ant which is found in the Panama jungle. Ted knows all about these things. Yeah. These critters can grow up to 1.6 inches long. Also, the bullet ant has the most painful sting of any insect. And that is a thing. If you ever get, air quotes, bitten by an ant, you're not getting bitten. You're getting stung. They actually have stingers that are that. The, right. on the front. They, they, they're they not technically teeth or anything. They don't have teeth. But the sting of this ant, this bullet ant, can last the the effect of it can last up to 24 hours it's been compared to putting your finger in a 240 volt socket also the sting of a bullet ant is powerful enough to paralyze a tarantula so think about a tiny little ant paralyzing a giant spider that's kind of impressive uh now some ants are nomads these wandering ants are army ants they walk alone in between collecting food and attacking rival colonies so the john rambo ants as i like to call them wander around looking for Brian Dennehy ants to annoy, and then they fight them on a mountain. Um, these insects also can be in every single continent like we talked about, except for Antarctica. A prehistoric ant was discovered that had a wingspan of six inches. It was known as the Titanomyrmra giganteum. It is the biggest ant to have ever existed. Glad he's dead. The average black garden ant, I find this to be stunning. How long do you think a black garden ant, just typical run-of-the-mill ant you see out in the yard, how long do you think that ant lives? I don't know. Two weeks. 15 years. 15 years? The average lifespan of your common ant that we have in the grass I in your yard. I have no idea. Is older. Most of them live longer than your average dog. Queen ants can live 30 years. That's crazy. That's, That's longer crazy. than any other insect. And there's so much more here I have for you. I hope I have enough time. Ants they, have, do they get slow and have like little ant dementia and stuff? Do they have all they, those? They may. I, like I, that queen I don't ants, know. Queen ants losing it. We may have to put <laughs> queen ant in, in the home. Um, how about this? An ant the size of a human. If, if you extrapolated how fast an ant is at its size to its current speed, if you extrapolate that out to an ant that was the size of the human, that ant could run as fast as a horse. That's how fast ants run relative to their body. You're going to tell me how strong they are too, right? Uh, of course, yes. They are very strong. Some of them can lift uh, 10 times their body weight, all of that stuff. How about this though? Leafcutter ants, which are some of the strongest ants, they are also farmers. In another life, they were farmers. They grow mushrooms through, this is kind of gross, secreting antibiotics out of their body. That enhances mold growth. And then they eat basically the mushrooms, the little tiny mold that they make. Also, ants can create super brains. They come together as huge groups and can use their intellect as a whole. 
a colony of 40,000 ants, according to scientists, is collectively as intelligent as a human being. They are officially the world's smartest insects, have a whopping 250,000 brain cells, which again, we are talking about an ant, so picture that size. That's a lot of brain cells for a tiny little creature. Ants teach each other. They are also believed to be the only non-mammals that can learn via interaction. Mm. So they will show each other what to do and then do it. Uh, There are some colonies of ants that get pretty large. Australian green ant colonies can have nests spanning over 12 trees. The world's largest ant colony is in Southern California. Want to take a guess at how long this ant colony is? Distance, measure of distance. What do you think? Two miles. 600 miles. That is further than the distance between here and New York City. I just want to point that out, that there is apparently a massive ant colony in California. We're not even talking about it. So there's many more things you can get to, but ants, crazy cool. Thank you, Bone. You're welcome. Uh, Josh Allen, Bill's quarterback, playing in a playoff game against the Patriots this weekend. It's going to be very, very cold in Buffalo. Someone is suggesting that Josh Allen utilize a secret weapon. I'll tell you what that secret weapon is. Poke ants. You, I'll poke ants. you in the eye. We're going to use super intelligent ants. Coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident blocking the left lane of Route 315 northbound before Olentangy River Road. Traffic is slow from Ackerman Road in this area. This is an injury crash. Please be careful over here. And an accident blocking the left lane of 315 southbound at Ackerman Road. Police on scene there as well. Plan on some heavy backups. Might want to avoid this if possible. Starbuck Report is sponsored by Domino's. Fried Domino's new oven baked dips and twist combos. There's cheesy marinara, baked apple, and five cheese. Each with dippable bread twists, kitchers, or any three topping pizza for $7.99 each from Domino's. Carry out only. You must ask for this limited time offer for Participation and charges may vary. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Would you rather, coming up at 534, send in your would you rather tweets at Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Now T-Bone's going to tell you about water. Well, we're actually going to talk about resolutions, Mike, because I know New Year's has come and gone. Some people make New Year's resolutions every year. Maybe you're one of those people who struggles to keep your New Year's resolution. Well, one easy way to keep your New Year's resolution is to make one right now. Resolve to get your water fixed, or at least find out more information on What's up with the funk in your water? And here's how you can easily fulfill that resolution. Just go to ConnecticutColumbus.com. They've got a team of experts there that can help you figure out why does your water have odd tastes or smells? Why is it leaving stains in your sink or tub or toilet? Maybe you have light-colored clothes. You put them in the laundry. They come out looking dull and dingy. Connecticut can fix these issues and many more because they've got all the tools and experience to get the funk out of your water. So make a resolution to find out what's wrong with your water. 
Go to ConnecticutColumbus.com and then find out what's wrong with your water. And you'll have one resolution down. ConnecticutColumbus.com. Get the funk out of your water. I have two stories for you. Uh, both equally weird, but for different reasons. Okay. It's going to get very cold for the Bills and Patriots in Buffalo this weekend. Bart Scott was on Get Up this morning and said that Josh Allen should take Viagra before the game to make sure his circulation is tip-top. I don't... Um, hang on. What... Do we have a problem when it gets super cold? Viagra, you know, promotes blood flow. But yeah, I'm when yeah. your blood is flowing properly, you tend to feel the cold less. Okay. So that will warm you up and give you a huge stiffy in the process. <laughs> this has been a secret for NFL players playing in the cold for a while is that they would take Viagra. Wait, and then so when they're in a tackle pile, you would get poked by their, you know. You're saying all these dudes are out there. Rooney. Like big NFL playoff games, oh, yeah. a lot of these dudes are playing bricked up. Oh, you tell absolutely. me. That's happening? I didn't yeah, know that. It is happening. All right. So if you're watching the game this weekend, you're like, man, Josh Allen just threw a rope and he has a rope, <laughs> a frozen one in his pants. You know why. So there's that story. That, that, that is, uh, I got to tell you. There's all this access that we get now. You hear former players. You get to go in the locker room and see what's, you know, behind-the-scenes documentaries. I think we're reaching a point where we may have too much information. I don't need to know. If players are trying to improve circulation, I, fine. Well, here's some more I don't for need you. to know that here's everybody's running out there with a Hofti before the game even starts. Zane Wedding went swimming in Auckland, Auckland New Zealand on January 7th and left believing his ears became blocked with water. Sure, that happens. He told USA Today he initially tried clearing his ears with swimmer's ear drops and fell asleep later that evening. The next morning, his ear was still blocked, so he made an appointment with his doctor, headed to the doctor. Uh, the doctor looked in his ear and said, you're fine. And he said, Doc, I still feel like something is stuck in my ear. Can you flush it out for me? Sure. Because I've actually had that before where I had like some earwax built up in my ear where that I couldn't hear out of that ear anymore. Doctor flushes it out. little plug of earwax comes out. It's very disgusting. Ugh. But then it's like your whole life changes. Like, yeah. oh, that felt so much better, right? So the doctor says, well, I don't think there's anything in there. I can see in there, but I'll do it anyway. Doctor flushed out his ear. Nothing happened. The doc's advice was, use a hairdryer to dry up the leftover water in the ear. Okay. So then he went home and started putting a hairdryer to his ear. But he spent the weekend deaf in his ear, started to experience dizziness. Mm -hmm. His condition didn't improve by Monday. He decided to go to a specialist. So he bypassed his doctor, went to an ear guy. Okay. It took the specialist a couple of seconds to determine the water he thought was blocking his ear was actually a cockroach. Ah, whoa. Oh. Oh my! Oh no! Mm-hmm. Ah, oh! How does that? He said the extraction of the roach took only five minutes, and he felt immediate relief. I bet he did. Was it dead? I hope it was dead. After all that, it got flushed. It got hair dried. It, it, got... it doesn't say if it was dead or alive. I would hope but... it got in there and died. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's better if it's alive, right? You don't want a decaying something in your ear either, I guess. But if it was moving around, oh. 
I can't. I like ooh. the first doctor's like, yeah, go home. You're stupid. You're fine. What's the matter with you? <laughs> Second doctor looks right in there. And says, like, you got a cockroach. Yeah, in you're your fine. Ear. Other than this cockroach. And he goes back to the first doctor. First doc's like, oh, I thought that was a known condition. I thought you already had that. I didn't think you were coming in for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've had a cockroach in there for years. I just never took it out. You know, my mother had a, a bee stuck in her ear. Had to go to the emergency oh, room oh, when I was a teenager. No. When I was oh. a teenager, she was out in the backyard. She was gardening. Bee flew into her ear. Mm. She said she felt it moving around for oh, like five God, minutes in God. there. Oh, boy. And then I guess like the bee stung mm. her in there and yeah. then the bee died. Oh. So there's a dead bee stuck in her ear. She had to go to the emergency room. This is intense. Get it taken out. This is intense to listen to. I don't know how she dealt with that. Did she drive herself over there? No, she, my father took her over there. I was going to say, thank goodness. Someone, I, oh, that's insane. So they take this bee out. Actually, I forgot all about this. My father reminded me of this the other day. Mm. Why did he bring this up? How did it come up in conversation? I don't know. We were talking about something getting stuck someplace. Oh. And then was he... As he was talking, was he shooting liquid out of his eye at you? Yeah, and you were like, Dad, that's pretty weird. He's like, at me. not as weird as when your mom had a bee in her ear. You're like, oh, that's right. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Go back to gleeking. Not as weird as I thought. If you're new to this conversation, my father's eye squirts involuntarily. And we have called it gleeking. He wears glasses. And he windshield wipers on the inside. He will have to take off his glasses because there's liquid on the inside of the glasses because of the squirting eye. I'm not making fun of your dad having a squirting eye. No, please eye. do make fun of him. I, I'm guessing that even for him, it is something that is mystifying why your eye is squirting, right? He's constantly just drying off his glasses. Well, thank God he wears them too, because then the, the gleek, yes, eye gleek, it's eye just protection. squirt right on you. Now, what makes this conversation to me even slightly more ironic slash funny is that you have married into a family where... Your father-in-law is a prominent eye surgeon. So you would think... Yeah, he's retired now. I, well, but, yeah, yes. but he was a prominent eye surgeon, has worked with the eye for decades. I, I'm i surprised the two of them have not gotten together and said, oh, let's take a look at that gleek and eye. Let's see what's going on let's in there. See, let's take let's a look at that open. gleek and eye. I got some no, stuff we'll shoot you up my with. My father-in-law was actually asked about the gleeking eye many years ago. Oh, okay. And you know what his response was? Dead serious. I say, you know, my, my dad's eyes just constantly squirts all the time. My father-in-law's response, the eye surgeon looked at yeah. me and said, yeah, it's weird. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. Is that your medical <laughs> opinion? Or? No, you know what that is? And you know this. That is where like you and I have spent 19 straight hours talking about the Buckeyes and Buckeye football. Yeah, it's, it's weird. An, I don't know. It's an hour before the game. And someone's like, what do you think is going to happen today? You're like, I don't know. Man. I hope we win. I don't know. I've spent all week talking about it. I got nothing left to say. Maybe he was just off hours. He's Maybe. like, I don't, I don't want to talk about eyes. Uh, Buckeye fans have some work to do. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. All right, folks, watch out for an accident blocking the left lane of Route 315 southbound at Ackerman Road. Police are on scene in this area trying to get things cleaned up, but plan on some heavy slowdowns in the meantime. And more slowdowns expected on I-70 eastbound between Hamilton Road and 270. Traffic is delayed there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Domino's. Try Domino's new oven-baked dips and twist combos. There's cheesy marinara, baked apple, five cheese, each with dippable bread twists. Get yours or any free topping pizza for $7.99 each from Domino's. Carry out only. You must ask for this limited time offer. Prices, participation, and charges may vary. On the NRA with fan traffic. 
The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Come for the obesity, stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hello. Would You Rather is coming up one hour from now. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at manandbone971. I am, uh, I'm back on Instagram if anybody cares about such things. At Common Man Radio. If you enjoy pictures of my basement and whatever music I happen to be listening to. That's pretty much what I'm doing on there. How do you take, you mean like a CD or something? Yeah, I just okay. take a picture of the CD cover. And you said pictures of music. If my brain pictures of music, for a that's second right. broke, I didn't know what that meant. I got you now. I was thinking about doing an Instagram live with me using my porn pad. Do you think people would enjoy that? Because <laughs> that's also what I do in the basement. That feels like more of a Twitter spaces thing. You should probably hop on there and just okay. let people listen in as to your, maybe they can ask questions while you're, uh, you know. Going to town, sure. whatever you're doing. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Pick six previews on Twitter tweeted this out. Five schools finished 2021 with 100% stadium capacity. 100% or more. Yeah. Stadium capacity. Five schools. Nebraska, Michigan, Utah, Penn State, and Georgia. Those right. are the only schools to finish the season with every ticket sold. Next five closest, Iowa State with 99%, Auburn, 98%, Purdue, shocked the hell out of me, sure, 98%, Baylor, 98%, and App State, 98%. Buckeyes not listed, and we didn't expect them to be. No, I, I will say that it is a weird time in all of sports, but especially in college sports, right, that you are seeing some schools that maybe are a little surprising with the the names that are popping up there. Like, I didn't know App State was a top 10 program when it came to percentage of attendance, but good to know. Now, I don't know what the capacity of their building is either at App no, State. I know, but... It could be like, you know, 20,000 people. Yeah, I, I have no idea. But it is it is weird times around here when you see Ohio State advertising football tickets going on sale on television. We've seen that during games. That's a weird thing to me because I don't recall ever in my life seeing Ohio State run television ads I, saying, go get your season tickets there, you know, sign up now to be a season ticket holder. They've never had that problem before. I've worked at this radio station for 18 years and the last couple of years is the only time that I remember even us airing yes. ticket commercials. Yeah, right. I mean, it's it's just not something that I recall throughout my lifetime of living here. It just, it doesn't make sense. I, I Well, I guess it does in some way. There has been a pandemic. There is a lot of, there are a lot of ways that you can now consume sports products on television. And televisions have gotten better. The experience at home has gotten better. All those things are true. But I am surprised that the attendance has been a little bit more difficult at Ohio State. Well, you know, I think we're ignoring something, too. Um from a lot of people that I talk to, 
It's not just all of those things, and of course that plays yeah, into yes. it. There's one we didn't the, mention. The stadium experience is getting worse. Ohio State is not doing a good enough job when you get in there. They're making things more difficult on you, whether that's the ticketless entry or the the you know no cash policy into inside the stadium. A lot of people have just had enough with it. Yeah, well, I'll say I'll say all those could be factoring. And the thing I was thinking of is just flat out, perhaps they are a little too overpriced for their market. Cool, it could be that too. I mean, exactly you know, right. like at the end of the day, if you've got a product that used to sell like crazy and then now it is cooled off a little bit, not a ton. It's not like nobody wants to go to these games. You have to ask yourself, why is that? And I know sports teams, whether they are pro or college, they hate to say, oh, well, if we lower ticket prices, then we'll sell all our tickets. Because that's almost too easy, I feel like, is is kind of the thought. But also they know, well, then what happens if we start selling out, everyone comes to our games, and then we raise our ticket prices? Well, again, if the experience is good, and if people are enjoying themselves there, they will pay the extra for it. But obviously, if you are charging an, an amount that is more than what you've been charging, and suddenly you find fewer and fewer people are attending your games... There's only one answer for that, right? Yes, on-the-field performance does matter. It's Ohio State. Is the on-the-field performance awful? No. You know, you're, you're talking a... This was like a kind of low moment at 10-2. and two. That's, you know, 11-2, whatever they ended up being. That is not the same as a normal, you know, down program where you, you go sub-500. So it's not an on-the-field performance issue. It is more of those things that we just mentioned. Saw a story today about how Adam Schefter's ESPN contract is up this summer. And it's expected the Athletic and the New York Times, because they bought the Athletic, will be hot and heavy for him. He makes an estimated 2 to $3 million a year. So let him live. All right, he does... Uh, he break, is that he, not incredible? He breaks a lot of news. You know, he's, uh, he's good at what he does. Whether I enjoy the delivery at all times is not up for conversation, I guess. But here's what I think is interesting about Adam Schefter. I don't think he would ever go to the Athletic or the New York Times because I think the worst thing for a guy like him is to put him behind a paywall. Adam Schefter is successful because he gets all these stories. He puts them on Twitter instantly. He likes that instant reaction. While he does write things for ESPN.com, he's not known for his long, breathy columns that contain tidbits of news like a guy like Ken Rothenstahl who covers Major League Baseball is. Where, yes, he breaks news, but he's also known for his columns. Yeah, I mean... People have been reading him for years. Albert Breer is known for more... I mean, he breaks news too, but he usually has more of the column side of things in the NFL. Yeah, so I can see you know him flourishing behind a paywall that The Athletic has. But a guy like Schefter... Now, again, money talks. If the Times comes to him and says, hey, five mil, and ESPN says, now we're good with two. That's a big pay increase. I would understand why he'd want to take something like that, but... If you put Adam Schefter behind a paywall, is he still Adam Schefter? I don't know the answer. Well, here's the other question. What that you're putting behind the paywall is worth $5 million? Because Adam Schefter is putting a lot of the stuff that gives him value up on Twitter. Right. So if I follow him on Twitter... Now and, he does. Would the Athletic well, let him do that? They, they, they could stop him from doing it, and guess what will happen? You, or if they say, if, if he tweets out all the time... Big news coming in the NFL about a head coach. Click here to read it. And it's at The Athletic. Sorry, I'm not clicking that. You know why? Because in 10 minutes, people are going to be like, Adam Schefter just said on The Athletic that blank is happening. <laughs> and then you've lost. Like, I, 
I know paywalls have their value, but to your point, I think a paywall is much more valuable if you said, here's a writer I really enjoy. This writer provides this service and is only on this site. And they, it's the way they craft the language that they're giving this info in, this opinion they're writing. I would rather read that three times a week in a newsletter, let's say, than 17 times a day I get, oh, hey, big news coming out of the NFL. Click my athletic link to go, you know, unless you're a subscriber, then fine, it's added value for you. But if you're not already subscribing, I could see people just saying, I'm not following Schefter anymore, or I'll just wait until someone else retweets whatever Schefter's talking about. Shefty's kind of like pop music guy, and I'm not saying this is bad, but, you know, satellite radio, for example, I listen to satellite radio when I want to hear songs from the 90s, they got the 70s channel, they've got 60s stuff, right? They have a pop music channel with hits of the day yeah, on satellite radio. But I'm guessing that people that are interested in that type of music are getting that elsewhere. They're not paying for the Sirius XM satellite radio subscription. That's probably true. They want the deeper cuts, the cuts that they grew up listening to, stuff like that. Schefter, to me, is the pop music guy. I can catch them on social media. I He gives me little snackable nuggets. They're fine. They're good. But when I want to go deep on something, I don't go to Schefter. Well, right. I think Schefter's more of a breaking news guy. And unfortunately for him, there's not a lot of value of that behind a paywall. Because I don't think Adam Schefter's going to get off Twitter and not tweet these things. Now, you pay him $5 million or something, um, you'll do whatever you want, I guess. But the point being... His value comes from being a huge follower on Twitter. He has, what, how many millions of people follow him? Seven, eight million people, I want to say. Like, he's got a huge following on Twitter. And if you suddenly say, oh, yeah, don't get on there anymore and do that thing you're mostly known for, sure, there's value, right? But they also don't have a giant TV network that he goes on 27 times yeah, a day. Yeah. 8.9 so million. That's the other thing that ESPN has is Shefty provides on television content for them. And then on Twitter... He's a go-to resource that feeds all, every everything he tweets almost has a link back to something on ESPN where you can go read more on it. But yeah, I, I just don't see that value for The Athletic. I saw Jim Harbaugh headline today that I thought was weird. We'll discuss coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident still blocking the left lane of Route 315 southbound at Ackerman Road. An earlier crash still partially blocking that area. Police remain on scene trying to get things clear, but plan on some slowdowns for at least some time. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Maybe you're saying, where is Degenerate T-Bone? Well, because NFL picks are now dead, Degenerate T-Bone moves back to Fridays. So you will hear all T-Bone's horrible gambling advice tomorrow. (laughs) 
at this time. That's exactly, it is horrible. You're right. I saw a headline today. I'm curious to get your thoughts on it. The headline was, Jim Harbaugh's likely NFL return shows college isn't what it used to be. Now, we can discuss whether he he is likely to go to the NFL. There's no more news on that. I mean, the latest we heard is that he's more likely to take a contract extension with meat chicken. But let's examine that headline for a second. Jim Harbaugh's likely NFL return shows college isn't what it used to be. I think it shows more that Michigan isn't what it used to be. Because if Jim Harbaugh bolts after this season, to me, he's admitting to the world that he doesn't think this is sustainable. But in terms of college not being what it used to be, I mean, I, I never, I, I don't think college has had more of a moment than it's had right now. If you have a halfway decent season, you're getting a contract extension after your first year, right? Well, right. The buyouts are ridiculous. The salaries are higher than they've ever been before. You have ultimate control on these college campuses. I, I don't, I don't look at college jobs now and say, "Wow, who wants to go there?" I bet you David Cully looks at the college ranks and today says, did I make the wrong move? Yeah, that that is a very good point there. Did did they say anything in the article, right? Like that that may have elaborated on why they feel this is a bad time no, for college was, athletics? It was more of, look at Jim Harbaugh. He shocked the world when he came to college. When was that now? When did he make that? And that was, it's been what, five, six years ago? Well, whatever it was, five, six years ago. He shocked the world because the article said he could have had any NFL job, which is wrong. Yeah. You know, he couldn't have had any NFL job. He probably could have had a NFL job, but he shocked the world when he came to college and now he realizes the error of his ways and wants to go back to the pros. This is a Jim Harbaugh discussion, not an NFL discussion. Yeah. I, I guess that's where I would say it's a little misguided too because Jim Harbaugh is among college football coaches and and NFL coaches he's pretty unique right I mean that's that's a weird guy we've talked often about how loony he seems sometimes but I I do think there's something to Jim Harbaugh wanting to get out of Michigan not because he hates being at Michigan or he's itching to go win a Super Bowl but I think Jim Harbaugh right or wrong the guy is is weird enough that I genuinely think it hurts him when he sees how bad Michigan has become. And so over this year, obviously, they righted that. He finally got on the good side of a lot of Michigan people. And I don't think he wants to go through another time where this place he holds dear turns on him again. So I could see him leaving just for that reason. Leave on a high note. Leave on a saying. high note. And then and then before they can come back to in a couple years, oh, hey, remember that one year where it was kind of a blip? Yeah, remember the next year they got blown out by Ohio State by 20? And then after that, look where we are now. He won six games. If that happened again, he'd be right back to where he was this time last year. All those questions, all those doubts would be back. Maybe he doesn't mind having those doubts or questions in Las Vegas or Chicago or wherever else he could end up in the NFL because that's not Michigan. That's not this place that's really special to him. I'm not trying to give him too much credit. I'm just saying... Jim Harbaugh leaving Michigan may have a lot more on it than college football's weird, and this is a trend. If you believe the reports, Lincoln Riley the last couple of years could have had his pick of NFL jobs. Where did he go? Yeah, stayed in college. USC. Matt Campbell from Iowa State could have had his pick of NFL jobs. Mm-hmm. Where did he go? He stayed in college, right. Pat Fitzgerald. 
so, oh, could yeah. have his pick of NFL jobs. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. Where is he? Back in the day, Kirk Ferentz, we heard about NFL teams attached to him. Meanwhile... Where did he stay? Yeah, right. Well, meanwhile, look on the other side of that. Look at all the college guys who've gone to the NFL. And yeah, sure, Urban Meyer's easy to point to. Forget him for a second. How's Matt Rule doing? Matt Rule wishes he was still in college. Right. Like, this is the, the issue of college ain't what it used to be. Yeah, if you're someone who believes your job is to grind 85 scholarship athletes into a fine pulp, and then you only, as the master sculptor, can craft this pottery that becomes a, a national championship team. Yeah, those days are over. You have national, you have you know the portal, you have name, image, and likeness. You have all these other things now where you can't just scream at guys for 12 months and then go, huh, I wonder why they all hate me and want me out of town. You, you're going to have to recruit differently. You're going to have to treat your players differently. That's ultimately a good thing, I think. But I don't think most of the coaches who are now big-time college football coaches are really scared of that. You know, Dabo Swinney will occasionally chirp up about it, but you see him running for any NFL gigs anytime soon? No, I don't. No. He's staying put in college. Do you Why? have any doubt? He's making $10, $11 million a year. That if Pat Fitzgerald called the Chicago Bears today. Oh, he'd get the job said, in a heartbeat. hey guys, I want the job. They would say, you're hired on the spot. They would not need to get him in the building to find out his football information. No, but, but he's not making that call. No. Why? Because he doesn't have to. Because look they just spent no, in Northwestern. Well, that's what I mean. They, they, they built him tremendous facilities over there. He's making tons of money. There's no responsibility. Northwestern, were they finishing last? Yeah, this this right. past season had a terrible season. Is anybody talking about Pat Fitzgerald no. and Northwestern not living up to expectations? No! And his situation is a little different than most, but to your point, when you have a good year or two... Right. Matt Campbell. Yeah. Matt Campbell, yeah. they were talking about him and Iowa State going to the playoffs and, and winning that conference. They finished with was it five or six losses. Yeah, no a one's significant talking about, number. No one's talking about running him out of town. No, if that's another couple years and that keeps happening, then there may get to that point. But yes, for every Auburn or LSU situation or Florida where they run a guy out after a few years because it's the SEC and it just matters more, that's crazy town. That is an absolute insane right, place you, to you live. You get a boatload of money Yeah, to How's, go away. How is uh, college turned pro turned college coach Chip Kelly doing? Well, that's what I mean. We're talking about Joe Judge making $15 million for getting fired? <laughs> Are you kidding? That's a buyout that boosters look at in, in half a dozen states and are like, oh, man, $15 million is a bargain. Like, that, yes, you might get fired in college, but those buyouts are insane there, too. Jimbo is wishing he gets fired today. Oh, yeah. Wishing. And what happens, like you said, if you go... Eight and four, seven and five at eighty percent of the schools in college football. You get an extension. You get another year tacked on to the end of that buyout, so you get more money. Mm -hmm. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for slowdowns on Route 315 southbound at Ackerman Road. Still working to get an accident cleared out of the roadway. Please be cautious as things continue to get cleared. You'll also find an accident on the shoulder of 270 westbound at Smoky Road. Still working to get this one clear as well. Police and medical personnel remain on scene. This traffic report is sponsored by Buying Tech and Pfizer. Come rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies or gray, it's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by Buying Tech and Pfizer. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. 
Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Just a couple of guys touching rim and sucking on breath mints. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I, with the, no, no. This is Man and Bone. Hello. Would You Rather is coming up at 534. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. Um, what was I going to say to you? I don't know. What were you going to say? Oh. I have this. Oh. Oh, hello. <laughs> um, via TMZ, the original fan footage of Antonio Brown's shirtless exit from MetLife Stadium after he was cut. It's not after he was cut. I don't know why they wrote it like this. During the Week 17 Buccaneers-Jets game, will go up for auction on Thursday. Yes, they are making an NFT out of it. Oh, that's good. The video, viewed more than 11.5 million times online, was shot from the stands. TMZ.com estimates it could generate a winning bid of $1.5 million. All right. Look, um, I said this on Twitter yesterday about NFTs, and I'm curious to get your thoughts on it. I believe the NFTs are like the essential oils of the internet where good for you. If you enjoy that, if that's your thing, if you think it's going to be good for you in the long run, just please don't corner me at a party and try to talk to me about it. Cause I don't care. Like I, I will never understand someone who believes that Jasmine oil will cure like everything in your body. And I also will never be- understand someone who believes that, of uh, owning a video of that dude walking off that field on that day is worth $1.5 million. I will never understand either of them. If that's your thing, I let you live. Do not try to convince me that it's something I would want in my life and that I would enjoy because I will not. Yeah, man, but there's only one original of this. I mean, (laughs) sure, it's been rebroadcast 18 trillion (laughs) times, but there's only one original. Mm-hmm. There's a comparison I've heard about NFTs that I did not make. It's a little inappropriate, but I can give it to you. Please do. If you are in a relationship with, let's say you're married, and your partner ends up having sex with a bunch of other people, and at the end of it, it's like, hey, I had sex with your partner, and you're like, yeah, but who's got the marriage certificate, huh? Yeah. And it's like, right, I don't know what the, okay, yeah, you're, yes, you are married to this person, but everyone else is having a go, like, I don't know that that really holds that much value for you. If it, I understand someone is paying this money now. The people who are like, you could change your life. You own these NFTs. Fine. Now, at some point, someone's going to be left holding the bag in music, or they're going to be left without a chair in musical chairs. Holding the bag, musical chairs. What's in the bag? You got it. Someone, at some point, everyone would go, oh, wait, these things aren't really worth anything. Yeah, never mind. I don't know why we want that. No, that never happens in American business society. No, right. Just like the, here, here's one last example. People who will say, yeah, but what about when you buy this NFT? I give you two tickets to go to a playoff game. Well, then I'm not paying for the NFT, am I? Because I'm paying for those tickets. That's what I'm paying for. 
And if, if you're paying way more than the face value of the tickets, I question why you want to do that. Anyway, $1.5 is what this guy's probably going to get for the NFT. I don't, I don't good for doubt him. that he is. Yes, good for him. If you explain that to me and tell me why it's logical for someone to spend $1.5 million on that, I will walk away because and probably never want to talk to you like again. It's like a fixer-upper house, like that Joanna Gaines chick who's all over my television every 10 seconds. The person who buys this footage for $1.5 million They're gonna flip will it. then spruce it up and, you know, maybe make <laughs> it as... Change the color tones a little uh, bit. I see, and then they're going to flip you know, it. Add a sliding barn door to the to the footage as well. Right. Then they'll flip it for some more money. Mm-hmm. I just i i i i do not want to hear the word NFT for a while. That's that would be my request. If I ran the world for the next three months, I would just say, let's get coronavirus done. That's your one request. No, two coronavirus done, and then please never utter the word NFT for three months. We're putting a moratorium on that word. I think my request would be. Kill everyone who doesn't make me food. That would be my request. That's a. I want to make sure I go to Taco Bell. There's still someone working there. Oh, I see. But everybody else, dead. I don't care. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Jackets in Carolina tonight. This is an exclusive ESPN Plus and Hulu telecast. We also will not have it either because of Buckeye basketball. Uh, Texier is off the COVID list, so he makes his return tonight. Voracek is in protocol, so uh, if the Blue Jackets look like trash against the Hurricanes, which they often do, uh, the 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 Brown Noser fans will say, "Well, Voracek didn't play, so what do you expect?" Yeah, <laughs> what do you expect? We can't compete. Voracek didn't no, play. This just in: if everyone's healthy, everyone, everyone is healthy for this Jackets team. Still going to be tough to compete with the Canes, but. You should still be able to because it's the NHL and you're a pro hockey team. But you're right. We'll hear excuses about why it's... Well, you know, you know what? It's really play. hard to compete with. I don't care who you're playing when you go out there and half-ass it like they did against the Blackhawks the other night. That is exactly right. I don't know why we have to have this conversation. Like, well, it's a long season. Things happen. I don't know why I'm doing the you're rumor doing voice. The rumor. I mean, Rumor's not saying he, that. Well, he did, he did say yesterday, like, eh, it happens. It, you know, you have off nights. But not when you're a team struggling to stay above water. Should you have off nights like that? Well, right. You should be playing every single night like your hair's on fire. We we have not spent a lot of time on this this jacket season, but I, I put no stock in, you know, it's like, oh, hey, they're just out of a playoff spot, or oh, the, technically they were in a playoff spot until a couple weeks ago. I don't, I don't care, because I know this team's not a playoff team. I don't have any delusions of it being a playoff team. And even if it did get to the playoffs, it's not a playoff team in the sense that it is now a contender that's trying to go win a cup, right? It'd be nice if they made the playoffs, but I have zero expectations for that. Did you have more on that? I was just going to say, I'm not on the team, though. They should be thinking we're a playoff team and we should be trying to fight for a playoff spot. Buckeye Hoops in Madison for the Badgers tonight. Coverage starts at 6 right here on the fan. Bone has already predicted a big night for EJ tonight. And he has guaranteed victory. T-Bone sure, said earlier in the 3 o'clock That's, hour. I didn't say it, but I'll say it now. Screw it. Cross the Indiana State line. Put your entire paycheck on the well, Buckeyes tonight. No, I wouldn't say that. And if you lose, he'll make you whole again. I did again. not say any he of that. He will replenish your How bank account you. That's not with what whatever said. you lost. You're putting a lot of words in my mouth. The coaching carousel continues for Ohio State's defensive staff and Ryan Day's defensive staff. So... Um, Larry Johnson stays as we all expected that he would, but everybody else is pretty much gone. Yeah. Fill us in. 
Yeah, it's it's quite a bit of change here. So we know Kerry Combs and Matt Barnes were gone. Those were the two coaches of the secondary, and obviously your two defensive coordinators this year who had to flip-flop roles halfway through. Well, we knew Matt Barnes was gone, but the Kerry Combs news is new okay. as of today. Fair enough. That he's we, not returning. We all presumed Kerry, at least yes. I think most of us presumed he was but going to be gone. But it's, now it's official today. Yeah, so it's it's kind of to follow all this along with who's replacing who. Let's just go first with who all's gone. Matt Barnes was gone a little yeah. bit ago. Kerry Combs Dead. today was announced gone. Also earlier, Al Washington, linebackers Dead. coach, was noted that he would be gone. And again, one year ago, one year ago, Al Washington had an opportunity to become the defensive coordinator at Tennessee. And Ryan Day said, we're going to do everything we possibly can to keep you. Not just Ryan Day, Gene Smith said it. Yeah. Gene got involved and said, here's a million dollars. Please stay. We love you. One year later, gone. Kicked yeah. out. Well, you know what? With the uh, heightened paycheck, there's a heightened expectation. I don't disagree with the move. I just think it's a you know rather quick development. Well, and we've talked about the linebackers certainly were one of the weak links on this team. When a former running back was arguably your best linebacker all year long, that's a problem. Um, so the how are those guys on the defensive side of the football being replaced as far as coaches? You have Jim Knowles, who's your new defensive coordinator. He coaches linebackers, so that's what he will do in the new role here as also of course defensive coordinator but then replacing matt barnes and now Kerry combs cincinnati cornerbacks coach perry iliano he's going to coach safeties but he was the uc cornerbacks coach he'll be coaching up the safeties tim walton who played at ohio state and who coached corners at jacksonville he is going to still be working with the corners he'll coach them here he also won a national championship as an assistant under Nick Saban at LSU. So massive resume in college football and pro football for that guy. Uh, and that's, that's of those three coaches leaving, that's how they're all being replaced. Offensive side of the football, don't forget, Greg Stradrawa had left. He was let go on the offensive line. He got replaced by Justin Fry from UCLA. That was a few days ago. So those are the changes that have happened of your assistant coaches. I mean, that's... Almost half your 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 coaching staff has been turned over this offseason. Well, That's what Hartline, you have to do. Hartline got the new title, too, right, where he is passing, passing game, coordinator. game coordinator. Yeah. Because we're just making up titles for everybody. Well, that's not a that's not a made up title. That's that's been a thing for a while. Yeah, the passing game coordinator. You're right. It was a made up title five years ago, but it has been a thing for a while. It has. It's a title they've come up with, and it's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. Here's what I know, man. When they get slapped that title onto you, they don't just say, oh, hey, uh, you're just going to do that, and you're just going to get the same salary. Well, Fry got... They got give a, you a new... They slap on a bunch of new money was, on that, you too. Know, Fry's coaching the offensive line, but he has another BS title attached to him, too. What is his like assistant yeah. head coach of offense? I, he's the running game coordinator, he's, I yes, believe. Yes, he's right? the running game coordinator. Tony Alford, as... Now, this is from Ohio State's website, unless this has changed. They haven't updated everything quite yet with all these changes, but... They have Tony Alford as the assistant head coach for offense. Okay. All right. And the running backs coach. But who's the head coach of breakfast? That that position has that remained unfilled. It has remained unfilled. Oh, so he he resigned that position he when he one, went to he go coach I Jacksonville. Don't, I don't think he resigned. I think he got fired. He got fired from head coach of breakfast? Yeah. That, no that, way. That didn't last for more than a couple weeks. Because he was head coach of breakfast. Teddy. And then he had a little Big Ten uh, media day. And they took that away from him. <laughs> Justin Fry is the associate Head coach. Associate, I associate knew, head I knew coach, it was something. But Tony Alford is the assistant head coach for offense. Now, what's the difference between associate head coach and assistant head coach? For offense. About not 250. Th- no, no, no. But 
<laughs> but Justin Fry is the associate head coach. Just overall, I know. But is associate or assistant? Wait, but Teddy isn't Larry Johnson also the associate head coach? Like I'm pretty sure that's well, a lot of people can be associate head coach. Cool. Yeah, that's what I said. It's almost like these titles don't mean anything. Well, they mean something when it comes to your paycheck. Your resume. That's what they mean something. Okay. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. The crew have an official gambling partner. Details mm. next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident causing some backups on Groveport Road south of Lockburn Road. Plan on some heavy slowdowns as things continue to clear in this area. And an accident also causing slowdowns on Route 315 southbound at Ackerman Road. It has taken quite some time to get this one cleaned up. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Dare. Dare to be dumb. The team that is better on paper will win at least 50% of the time. This is Man and Bone. Would you rather is coming up at 534. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. I will say this, and I'm not, I'm not going to say it with him in the room. Because he'll just get a big head when I say it. All right. Something has happened to Tim Hall the last two days. Something performance-enhancing. Natural, supernatural, I don't know. You uh, talking about what Bart Scott was referencing when it comes to the playoffs and improving your circulation? I I don't know what's happening to him. Okay. All right, maybe he's popping Viagra. Maybe it's the new amulet he's wearing around his neck is giving him good luck. Hmm. But he is just kicking my ass in ping pong. Wow. I mean, that's once in a while he would have a game, you know, where he took it to me. And by took it to me, I mean one. Yeah, but not he like is, destroyed you. I, I'm I'm hitting. I'm, I'm not playing badly. I'm hitting winners, and he's just hitting them right back, effortless. And so then I have to try and do too much, and of course then I'm, oh know, yeah, making mistakes because sure. I'm trying to be too fine and hit the corners of the table and all of that. He is out of his mind. The last seven eight games we've played, he's unbeatable. I need to be paying more attention because I've been walking out there to try to watch what you guys are doing, but then I end up get distracted because we have Papa shot and I just start shooting baskets. We had some Olympic esque points the last couple days. If oh, we yeah. had a live audience, they'd be going wild. You, th- you think so? Yes, I know so. Can I ask this question though? Yes, and I think you know the answer. If you had a live audience, is Timmy playing like that? 
I don't know. He's if, he's locked in, man. He's locked in. He's but if, locked if there's, in. If there's a thousand people sitting there watching you in a little, uh, let's go to the Cavelli Center. That's like how I about think, we test 2, that theory? How about you come watch us tomorrow? You and Ted can be an audience of two. I bet. I yeah. Okay, that's fine. I'll go out and watch. I, I mean, I've been out there. I just haven't been paying attention because I've been, been shooting baskets. He's doing something. Because if he keeps this up, then I I can't play with him anymore. He's too good. Is uh, maybe like I said. Bart Scott maybe sent him a little note, said, if you want to improve your circulation, take some Viagra. Get bricked up before the game. Do what mm-hmm. you got to do. Uh, the Columbus crew have signed on with an official gambling partner. Yeah, this is a, a pretty interesting deal because obviously sports gambling, while it has been signed into law that it will be happening this year, it has not officially been approved and all finalized as far as when the date is that you can start gambling, but they added a business partner called Tipico. Tipico is a sportsbook operator. They are launching their mobile sports betting app once betting is legalized in the state. Apparently, they're in one state now. They're going to be opening in a few others. Um, but yeah, this this note comes from David Jenkins, who's the chief operating officer of Hasm Sports Group. He said, as they make their foray into Ohio, our long-term agreement with Tipico represents an exciting development for crew supporters and sports fans in Central Ohio. Blah, 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 blah. Now, they are going to be renaming a couple of areas in Lower.com Field to go along with this, where I think the beer garden behind the Nordeca will now be called Tipico Beer Garden or something like that. There's also the Rail Club that will be changed, the name of that, to the Tipico Club. Here's how this works, at least in my experience of going to states where you can gamble legally on sports apps. That does not mean when you go to these places, you are locked into using one app and one app only to bet. You'll be able to use whatever you want. But they're the ones that are going to be running the ads. If you're at a crew game and you're thinking, ooh, I'd like to place a bet at halftime or before the game or whatever, they would be the ones running a bunch of ads that might make you say, huh, I should download that and try that out. So... That's a good partnership for them. I get why they're doing that. I'm guessing that they will not be the only sports team in Ohio doing that. They are all going to be operating some licensing and being able to do that themselves. I'll tell you what, man. All the Colts people seem to agree with me that Carson Wentz is the worst quarterback in the history of the game because (laughs) they are not holding back on him. Who's their GM again? Chris Ballard. Chris Ballard pretty much came out and said, well, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Here, here's, I have the quote. Oh, you do? Okay. At the time, we felt it was the right decision. On This is about bringing in Carson Wentz. At the time, we felt it was the right decision. I'm not going to make a comment on who is going to be here next year and who is not. All right. Here's some more comments from Colts Radio color analyst, him too, color analyst, Rick Venturi, who I remember, longtime coach in the National Football League, position coach, I think was interim coach in... New Orleans for a time. But the reason why I remember him, he always wore like the rayon. Oh, right? sure. Like, and yeah. he always had tremendous man breasts. Tremendous. Good. Good for him. Yes. Lactating man breasts. Well, he's doing Colts radio now. And he said about Carson Wentz, a franchise can make a mistake. It can make a mistake evaluating people, be it a draft, a trade, free agency. It's never an exact science. But the biggest mistake any franchise makes, $15 million notwithstanding, is to make the second mistake, and that's live with the first mistake. Mm-hmm. Sure. To me, you make a hard decision, and right now, I would be leaning towards going in a different direction. What are the odds that Carson Wentz starts week one for the Colts next season? 
I, I would guess that they are. I would guess that's the underdog right now. Absolutely. I would guess they are probably anticipating if it's Carson Wentz or anyone else is your week one starter, I'd take anyone else. Well, see, now this is the question. What do you do? Because the Colts have sort of gone in this patchwork direction at quarterback for quite a few years now because it was, who was there before Phillip Rivers? Uh, was it Lock? Was it? Lock, yeah, then I mean, Philip Rivers, or was there, there? Well, there was a transitional yeah, year. Wasn't Jacoby there? Brissett in there for a that's while. That's right. That's right. Jacoby Brissett. That was like a panic move because Andrew Luck retired. Mm-hmm. Right. Then you bring in uh, Philip Phil Rivers, Rivers. Yeah. And now you've gone to Carson Wentz. And so, what do you do? You have a, a running back where you don't know what his shelf life is going to be. You want to strike while the iron's hot with him. You have a good defense. You have perhaps the best offensive line in the National Football League. You can't just go draft a rookie quarterback and say, okay, see ya. Call I don't, it a day. I don't think they're going to do that, but let me ask you this. If there is a quarterback out there who knows, you know, the team knows we are not going to be able to keep this quarterback. He wants to go. He wants to be traded. Perhaps there is, even though I know, you know, guys like Russell Wilson have said, these are the destinations I want to go play in. Perhaps if there is a lucrative package or something coming from the Colts back, right? Russell Maybe. Wilson says he wants to stay in Seattle now. Well, okay. I don't know he if you can, believe he can that say or what not. he wants, but I'm saying that if if he looks around in Seattle and says, we're going to be a five-win football team this year, we're going to play in a ridiculous division again, or I can go play in a dome and I can go you know, have a really good offense and defense around me, I think I'd like to give that a shot. Could that I, be a Jimmy Garoppolo destination? Where? Indianapolis. Indianapolis? Oh, sure. Of course it could. I'm just saying, like, I wonder if the Seahawks would take back, okay, here's Carson Wentz in return and a bunch of other things, not just straight up. I don't think anybody wants Carson Wentz at this point. I do. I'd take him over who we've got now. <laughs> no, but that's a whole other thing. I mean, he's a Browns fan. I'm just saying, no, I'm saying the Seahawks know that. The Seahawks are trying. Here's who wants him. Any team that thinks they might be in contention for a number one pick, that's who would want him. <laughs> Bring him in. Let him be your you quarterback. You are so bitter Baker right now. I am. You would take Carson You would not I take, would take him. Stop Wentz. it. You're being stupid. He's taller than Baker, You're so I would, that's stupid. a big plus in his column. Would you rather is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident still being worked on on Groveport Road, south of Lockburn Road. It is taking some time to get this one clear. Plan on some slowdowns over here. And an accident also causing backups on Route 315 southbound at Ackerman Road. Still working to get this one cleared as well. Please use caution. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. Only an array with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Pondering 
life's stupid questions. What if uh, C-A-T really spelled dog? It's time for Would You Rather. The best Would You Rather this week. It's a $50 gift card to the Walrus. Pecan pennies and the Walrus are thanking firefighters, nurses, teachers, or anyone with a badge. Show your badge, any badge, to receive an employee discount. Maybe you have a badge that says Bikini Inspector. I'm saying you get get the discount. Is that what happens? Say any badge. Okay. They're going sure. out of their way to say any badge. Are you ready? Yeah, I have my old Walmart badge from when I worked there in high school. Can I bring that? That's fine. I'm going to bring badge. it. badge. All right, there you go. Mark says, my guys. That was all about Cox. Fletcher Cox. Would you rather be the host of The Bachelor or would you rather be the host of Survivor? Oh, Bachelor all day. I'm yeah. not going to the jungle. Yeah. I Well, and the other thing is with... The survivor stuff is there. I mean, that's that's like a really hard environment to yeah, be I'm in. Yeah, I'm not doing that. The Bachelor is always just a bunch. Like, I would enjoy ruining a bunch. Well, if it was The Bachelorette, I would enjoy it more. Because there'd be like a, a bunch of douchebag bros that I get to just stand there and be like, it's time for you to go. See you, douche. Leave. <laughs> yeah, I'd, en- I'd enjoy <laughs> that you, quite douche. a bit. You're yeah. not good for anyway. Yeah. Get out of here. I would enjoy that. Quentin says, my guy. We talked about Cox. Would you rather listen to Philip Rivers recount the conception story for all 19 of his children or have your porn search history leaked and read on air by Rimmer? Oh, that'd be, oh I would love that. That'd be high comedy right I, there. I, would lo- I don't care. Read my porn history, and I would love to have Rimmer read it to you because it would make him uncomfortable. Rimmer reading it would be the part where you'd hear him laughing and saying, oh, come on. You know, he, would, he wouldn't even believe some of that stuff's real. Uh, the Bone Show. All right. Look at you. I don't know who that is. Says my guy. You're going to see Graham, Cox. I mean, they're all just going to be like, hey, I got him. No, I got him. I want that sack. Would you rather the only spoon you can use is an ice cream scoop or the only knife you can use is a plastic butter knife? Ice cream scoop because I'm not using a spoon that often and I'll just shove more ice cream in my face then. Well, but I I think what he's saying is you'd have to, if you're eating cereal, you have to use that, which I I don't care. I'll shove more tricks in my face. Yeah. Uh, Jerry says, would you rather have Bob Saget as a dad or Betty White as a grandma? Betty hmm. White. Yeah, probably Betty White. That you, sounds you probably right. would like Bob Saget as a dad because you told me off the air just recently how much you hate your dad. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's what I did. Uh, John says, my guys. Hello, I've accidentally painted a, a gentleman's sausage on a storm drain. Would you rather have Matt Nagy coaching Michigan's football team or Brady Hoke coaching your NFL team's rival? I'd love to see Matt Nagy coaching Michigan. I'll take it. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. I Although Brady Hoke giving his weekly press conference with his goofball voice would be quite fun. I'll take Matt Nagy, though. Um, Matt says, would you rather work a job you despise and make good money or work a job that you love and make little money? As a younger man, the little money thing. But I'm an older guy with a family and obligations, so I'm not going to be that selfish. I'll take the job yeah. I hate and make some cash. Sure. The most money you can make. And then and then hopefully you make enough that you can stop earlier yeah. and not have to work as long. Lord Fartbox says, my guys. Could use a little love right now. There they are working those balls. <laughs> Would you rather live under house arrest and your permanent guard slash only companion is Mike Florio? Or be forced to move to North Korea. North Korea. North Korea all day, every day. I would I would work hard to brown nose with the local government so that I could be considered an elite. 
Would you get your hair cut like whatever. Kim Jong-un? Yes, whatever he or wants. Ill? Who are we on I would now? rather hang out with Un than Mike Florio. Yeah, I, I'll take Mike Florio. I don't want to go to North Korea. Um, What is this? Also, I will mention, I think you'd be one of the few people who would be like, in North Korea, they'd be like, no, 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 we like this guy, though. He's fine. You've got Alex, that power over people. Alex says, my guys. Yeah, they, they definitely are monitoring his load. You can provide commentary in both scenarios. Would you rather do the radio show in the fan bathroom or at an outlet mall where Kim and Pete violently make out in front of you? I'll take Kim and Pete yeah, making out. I'd I don't rather, want to be I'd, in the fan bathroom. I'd watch that. That'd be fine. It'd be fine, but... Oh, I mean, it would be. I'd, it'd be I, are you kidding me? That would be like national news. They Every time they kiss each other, it's all over Google News everywhere. So, sure. Let's be at the center of a news story. Uh, Sean asks, Common Man, would you rather have to listen to T-Bone do an hour on Wordle each mm, day? That's good. Or have Jim Harbaugh go to the Bears and do well, but never win a Super Bowl? Well, if he does well... Never win a Super Bowl, though. Okay, what's the difference? What I've only <laughs> seen one difference? in my life anyway, and what's I was five years old. What are we playing for? I don't know. I don't want to hear you do Wordle every single day. Oh. Give me Harbaugh. Wordle's great. It may be great, but I don't want to hear it. I could spoil what Wordle is today, but I won't. I won't do that. You could spoil what it is. I can tell people what the word is. It's only one word. You have to figure it out. Oh, it's the same word for everybody? It's the same word for the entire world. I thought it just randomly generated a word for you. No, it's one word. Everyone's trying to figure it it out. I hate it even more now. I know you do. Because you don't know the word. You're not in the club. Uh, Zola the Pola says, my guy. Would you rather have to hunt and kill a massive man-eating anaconda in the jungle with only Ice Cube for help? Hmm, okay. I don't know how Ice Cube gets in here, Is but he, all right. Was he in the movie? He was in the movie. Anaconda? That's right. I'm yes. guessing that's the... With J-Lo. Okay. Or help a super intelligent shark on a remote ocean research center with only LL Cool J to assist. <laughs> Talking actors, not their characters. Not the characters in the. Um, I think Ice Cube can probably help me more than LL Cool J can. Yeah, I have. Or oh, I have to. That's right. We have to hunt and kill the shark, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll go with I'll go with LL Cool J and the shark. I don't want to mess with an anaconda. Uh, T Money seventy two says, "Would you rather have Bjork do your traffic report or have Jim Harbaugh give you a pre show pep talk for a whole year?" Oh, well, man. I don't care if Bjork does it. I mean, you guys would care because no, well, you'd want to know what's going on on 270. Instead, you'd hear, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually. Traffic's too conventional for Bjork. She wouldn't handle that. Yeah, I mean, the other problem is we'd get out of here, and then there would be just massive traffic jams everywhere. Everything would be backed up, and then we wouldn't get home on time. So maybe I would go with uh, Jim Harbaugh giving the pre-show pep talk. Um And... Which, which you were here, says my guy. Chubby time! Right. Would you rather have Herbie follow you around narrating every single aspect of your life with no exception or expectation of privacy anywhere, ever, or hire Urban to exclusively babysit your kids for life? You must go out three times a week, keep an open bar, allow guests, oh. and ask no questions. That's- <laughs> no, no, I would, I would, I'll do I would Herbie, have Herbie follow me around and I'd be like, oh, hey, Herbie, it's a uh, punch a national college football analyst in the face day. Did you know that? And he'd be like, I All didn't right, know that. Pick and a winner. That would probably be what happened. Um, I'm sure, uh, you know, the, the, the T-Money one wasn't too bad with Bjork doing the traffic. So okay. we'll give him that one. 
Uh, song of the day, full disclosure. This is one of my guilty pleasures, this band. I don't know why I like them, but I do. It is Snow Patrol. The song is called Spitting Games from 2003. It was the lead single on the Final Straw album, released the same year. Modest success here, but very successful in the UK, because that's where these guys are from. One of the all-time great names is the lead singer of Snow Patrol, Gary Lightbody. Mm. My guy. Uh, I'm not the only one who likes Snow Patrol for no reason whatsoever. Michael Stipe from R.E.M. says he loves Snow Patrol. Bono. Ozzy Osbourne. Teddy's guy, Nikki Six from Motley Crue wrote a blog post about how he loves Snow Patrol and he's not afraid to admit it. Anyway, what is is wrong with liking Snow Patrol? Can I just ask? All their songs sound the same. There's nothing particularly lyrical about anything they say. You know, I prefer that. Fairly one note. I don't know if I like bands that are trying to say something like really insightful and really in depth. And then I like bands that are trying to say abso-freaking-lutely nothing. Well, I don't know what they're trying to I say. Want it, I want no in-between. I don't want you to be like, yeah, we were talking about a breakup with a girl. I don't care about that. I want it to mean nothing or to be the most insightful thing I've ever heard. Snow That's Patrol it. is one of those bands for me. Like, if you go on Amazon Music or something where it's like, you like this, you may like this. And every other suggestion they spit at me when they realize I like Snow Patrol, I don't like it. Hmm. But for some reason, I like Snow Patrol. Well, because they're good. Snow well, Patrol's they're good, great. They're good to me. Do you like, I didn't know you like Snow Patrol. They're fine. We I'm, can bond every, over this now. Every time I've heard one of their songs, but see, this sounds like a million bands that I've liked. I didn't know you liked any bands like this, so there you go. This song was also in a... Uh, Sony PlayStation Major League Baseball game. Is that where you first heard it? No, but it like would play all the time. Yeah. You know, like when you went to the main menu? Yeah, I had that with uh, Garbage had a song like that that was on for one of the Gran Turismo video games. And I played that all the time, and that's how I came to like that song. I've got Leanna pegged at this point, and I'm guessing Leanna hates... Snow Patrol. I think, Teddy? She, I think she likes Snow Teddy, Patrol. Teddy, I bet you she hates Snow Patrol. <laughs> you are correct. She hates it. Really? She said you have horrible taste in music. Well, this wow. week I do. Then next week it's like, ah, it's wonderful. I have it on vinyl. <laughs> I love garbage. I have it on vinyl. Does she like garbage? She, she, yes, she that, garbage, was, right? that yeah. was the I have it on vinyl. Oh, Were you was. out that day? I didn't know that she had. I didn't know she said she had garbage on vinyl. Yeah, we discussed vinyl. that. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I've, you were out that day. Or maybe I forgot. Maybe that too. I probably did. Uh, Snow Patrol. They have several of those songs too where you listen to it and you wind up crying for no reason whatsoever. Teddy was at his desk today listening to Chasing Cars, weeping. See, I never Sorry, get that. I was crying. I, but I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get that from those songs. I'm just like, yeah, I get it. This is good little mood music. That's it. But good for you, Ted. I'm glad you're deeper than us. What are you mocking Ted's feelings for? Not That's what you're pretty much feelings. doing. It's like, I don't, I don't cry like you guys do. But hey, if you cry, whatever. whatever I cry. No, you. no. I cry over commercials. I don't know why. Music doesn't typically get me doing that. I don't know why. All right. Here's traffic from the woman who's dead inside, Leanna Ray. <laughs> Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan Traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Thank you, gentlemen. You'll find a couple of earlier accidents have cleared from the roadway. That accident has cleared from Groveport Road south of Lockburn Road, but traffic is still slow as it recovers in that area. And an accident has cleared from Route 315 south on Ackerman Road. All lanes have reopened. This traffic report is sponsored by Churches. At Churches, they're doing 10 pieces of the crave-worthy comfort-made spicier classic. That's 10 legs and thighs packed with bold flavor. That's how they do value. So you can do the Churches 10 starting at 10.99 deal. Churches, bring in that down-home flavor. Offer valid at participating locations. Always dead inside every day. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show. No, I'm sorry. Buckeye basketball coverage. Buckeyes and Wisconsin coverage coming up at the top of the hour. Timmy Hall will host you. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys, man and bone. It's it's essentially the same thing. It's like 15 minutes of the Buckeye show. We're just getting ready for basketball. That's all. That's fine. 15 whole minutes. Yeah, it's it's a task. I was talking about your ping pong prowess, how you're on something. Performance did you, enhancing. Did you mention that to the audience already? Yes, oh, yeah. I did. I, oh. I, I mentioned how Thank you. you have just been out of your mind the last couple days. Well, iron sharpens iron. I don't believe this You've is sustainable. Me. If it is, I may have to retire. Mm. So you you don't think I'm like what Malachi Branham is doing for the Buckeyes. I've made the turn and I'm here to stay. I don't think so. But if you have more power to you because you're better than me now. I will say this. There are, and you know where I'm going. There are days where I'm good and there are days where I just can't handle it. And it's got to do with the light control no, in the building. Stop with the light control. Because even on days where you're good, I can still beat you. And I I do. You, at this point, you're unbeatable. Mm. Did, we have, you hear, did you hear that, Bone? This, yeah, this notion that, it. oh, it's it. the cloudy days that are making me better. BS. We've been playing <laughs> ping pong every day hey. for a year. I know, I know. Cloudy days, sunny days, rainy days, nighttime pong. You have never been this guy. Well, ever. I, 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 I do believe that sometimes... For whatever reason, whether it's the light in the building, whether it's the weather, if you're playing an outdoor sport, there are certain things that mentally can creep in and just make you feel more confident or make you feel better. Like, for instance, we're getting ready for the Wisconsin game. Bone and I, we had talked about this recently, how it's crazy in college basketball. There's a different basketball used wherever you play. And sometimes that makes you feel good as a player and sometimes makes you feel like crap when you're playing with a sterling basketball that no one's ever heard of that Wisconsin used for However many years where they just stopped. They went back to the Wilson one a couple years ago. It might not be like physically that demanding to change those things, but it's a mental thing. Mental thing. Little uh, little thing there. We talked about bringing uh, spectators out to watch you guys to see if you still have the same prowess when there are people watching. Do you think that would throw you off? I I don't think it would throw me off. And I, I agree with him. I think people would enjoy watching us play. 
We're better than the Olympics. It's we're not better, but we're more fun. That's what I mean. Yeah, we're more fun to watch. We're entertaining. A lot of volleys back. We and make forth. a lot of noises. You had me feeling my age today. I was huffing and puffing. <laughs> I ran out of gas. I was sweating, sucking wind. I was sucking. You were moving me around that table, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the uh, it's the new chain that I've got on your amulet that you're wearing, the Saint Timothy. Yes, amulet. Yes. You think okay. it's giving you special powers? Big thank you to our friend who uh, sent us in some chains to pair with our track jackets. A and couple you, and weeks you're ago. wearing today. I am, and I'm a letting Philadelphia it show. Phillies track jacket. Yeah, I've got the Mike uh, Schmidt Phillies jacket. Shout out to the uh, the great Ohio Bobcat got the nice Phillies jacket. I care nothing about the team. I just like Bone with his NBA hats. Enjoy the way it looks. There you go. I've I've, <laughs> I've moved on from worrying about what everybody thinks about my NBA hats. I'm wearing them. I like them. That's if, the, if the people could just see the way he looks at me. Oh, I know. I know how he looks at Every you. word out of my mouth, the way he just glares back. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just looking at you. You're <laughs> well, talking I, to me. I'm looking at I you. I love it. By What's the, way, the matter with you? Back on my desk, Timmy, I, you didn't get to see it. I wore in a uh, toboggan, like a winter cap. Okay. I didn't. I don't know if I've ever seen you wear one of those. I wore it in because it is an NBA hat. I found one oh. that has all of the Sonics logos from their history. You got that hat. You I told have me it. about that. You don't, yes. call it a, you don't call it a beanie? Well, it's got the flip up. Is that a, is that a beanie? If it flips up and it's I, not just you pull it over and that's it, if it I has a it little can, flip up, it, I, I think, think that is, can still be called a beanie. All it's right. just another word for the winter hat, right? Okay, that's I toboggan don't or beanie, like pick your poison. Yeah, I guess. Pick your I'm poison. Waiting for you to do his voice. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Fine. The back page. The back page with Common Man and T Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call one eight hundred Cooling. Bone. All right. Uh, the Minnesota Lynx of the WNBA have promoted Hall of Famer and our gal Katie Smith My to gal. associate head coach. Right. Of course, Katie Smith was previously a coach for the New York Liberty franchise. Uh, she is in the Hall of Fame. She is one of the best basketball players, if not the best Ohio State's ever had. But she has now been elevated to associate head coach. She, Planet Pearson, and Rebecca Brunson will return to Cheryl Reeves' coaching staff in 2022. So, yeah, good stuff there for Katie Smith. Yeah, that's a Naismith Basketball Hall of Famer. Yeah, the absolutely. Big the big one. The yes. Go to, Spring, go to Springfield yeah. and you see her in the Hall of Fame. And that sent me down a wormhole today of watching old Columbus Quest footage <laughs> from back in the day. That team doesn't get talked about enough, man. They dominated for the two and a half years they were in existence. Hello? Uh, you over there? Won the championship. Uh, they only had two, two years. The ABL and the WNBA started around the same time. The ABL was arguably better, according to some. And the ABL, Columbus Quest, won the two championships they had. And then the third year ended because the league folded, but they were leading the league in wins when it folded. It's like some ABA NBA stuff going on there. It was a little bit, and they merged, and a lot of the players went to the NBA and or yeah. WNBA and right. went from there. Buckeye basketball coverage is coming up next. We are back tomorrow for a big we don't call it football Friday, so we'll call it I don't know. Stuff's happening Friday. <laughs> what's, what's cracking Friday? What's cracking Friday? <laughs> Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. 
Good evening. Watch out for an accident causing some slowdowns on East Long Street west of Cleveland Avenue. Plan on some backups as they try to get things cleaned up. As an earlier accident has cleared from Route 315 southbound at Ackerman Road, but traffic is still slow as it recovers over there. Traffic Report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Your local Staples has all the tools you need to start the year off strong. Right now, get 40% back and Staples Store bonus when you buy any two ink or toner cartridges. In-store only, offer ends on the 15th. See staplesconnect.com slash store bonus for details. Staples, the working and learning store. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald ball. Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I too would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah. For almost 20 years. It's called amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills. Like, my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, you're, I, I too shave, like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, I can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. thanks. You you would, you would look like a total clan member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just stop What am I now. supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, Is there that are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have, like, shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's... I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is... You gotta do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah. Like, I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer than I have to shave it back down, but the, the cue ball polished dome thing, that's a whole nother level Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's 
going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because oh, I just fine wanna, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. like every other fat soccer-loving yes, guy. Good. Right I, don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate, so good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends, because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. (laughs) 